Hello, 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 everyone, and welcome to session three, or should I say mission three of Campaign May Cry. And in this mission titled Confrontation, our group is finally going to get to the bottom about what happened in St. Genevieve, Missouri after the missing persons incident that unfortunately subverted pretty much all of their expectations. To give a quick recap for everyone here in the session and for everyone in the audience listening, in mission two, the group was sent to St. Genevieve, Missouri for their first real mission uh, to investigate some missing persons reports. The problem with that was when they arrived, they found a torn up and destroyed town with corpses uh, riddling the streets. And unfortunately, they were then attacked by a demon, an Ankh demon, a reverse satyr, part of the goat clan. And unfortunately, he had brought the corpses of the townspeople back to life, and they had attacked the group. The group did their best to hold out in a police station, fortifying entrances, and using their weapons, their skills, and their teamwork to keep themselves alive, along with a little bit of outside help. But now we're here today, and I am joined by Ryan, who's playing Xander Callahan. I'm introducing his character because Ryan is feeling a little under the weather for speaking. So he's going to be typing in the chat, and I will relay what he types to the audience. So thank you, Ryan, for joining us. You can find him on social media on in uh, at InYourFace24x7. And then, of course, I'm joined by Jasper. Hello, hello. Giant playing Dr. Seymour Freeman. I am joined by Julie. Hello. Who is playing Jane Connolly? I am joined by Shannon. And she is playing Vivian Ross. And finally, I am joined by Cody. Hey, please don't. Please don't. Just just please don't. Got it. Do not. Don't take action. And Cody (laughs) plays Brother Reinhardt. I am Will from Magic the Dungeoning. I am your DM for these sessions. I'm very, very excited to be here. This is a wonderful thing. Make sure you check us out at Magic the Dungeoning for our regular D&D campaign. You'll catch that there every other Tuesday, and you'll catch this on the opposite Tuesdays. So we're really happy that you guys are joining us today. Without further ado, let's get started. Your characters take some time to unwind from the events and the tribulations you went through in the last mission. While some of you may be army people, you know, you... Your, your priests, every one of you has had a demonic incident that has happened in your life. Yesterday was a lot to take in. It's been about 18 hours since the incident of, and you are called down. After arming up, gearing up, and getting food, and talking to whoever it is you would talk to, doing a service inside the church, checking out the rifle, uh, the shooting range for both Vivian and Xander, and of course, working, your, working out and doing whatever exercises you need to in the fighting cages for Dr. Freeman and Jane Connolly. Eventually, Derek calls you guys over the loudspeaker. Silo squad, report to mission debriefing. What in the hell? So, you all gather up in the research slash mission, mission debriefing and briefing area. He does the lowdown and basically says, you guys did good last, last night. Just hopefully... You never have to go through anything like that again. So, uh, Jesus. If the other day's premonition is any indication, I don't feel much promise in that sentiment. That's fair. 
So over on the next table, a tarp is pulled off of uh, off of the table, and on it is the body of the being that Dr. F- uh, Freeman ripped the arms off of. And at this point, it looks to be about a 23 to 24-year-old human who has a rose gold colored crystal in lodged in its chest. For those of you who have de- who have arcane background demonic power, which would be Jane and Dr. Freeman, you hear a voice coming from it. From the gem? From the gem. The crystal? Let me out. This isn't fair. And I'm going to need spirit checks from the two of you. We're starting this off real fast. Oh, I was all the way at the top of my descriptions. Crack me open a fresh can of demon. As long as you didn't roll double ones, you were fine. You effectively get this. this crystal? It's about the size of a human palm. So only about this big. It's pretty big. It's a decent size. The two people you see working on it, uh, the first one is Katie. Katie's doing some examinations. She actually takes a small circular metal device and she puts it above the crystal. And when she clicks a button on the top of it, it floats above and starts very science fiction nature. It starts like digitizing and like reading the crystal and giving off certain measures. The main thing you guys see in this information that's reading off is Derek is staring at it too. It reads off a blood type and it says unavailable. So the, the main things that stand out on out on the feature of this thing is that where the horns were on the Seder part of it, he has large holes in his head and where his, uh, where his hands were cloven hooves. He's got two large tears down the middle of his, of his palms. And you guys just take this second to really soak in everything that's happened. Like for example, Xander, you saw some things at Redgrave. This is nothing like you could have ever imagined. Those were just demons. This was a human turned into a demon. Well, the, sa- the satyr was the human turned into the demon. Correct. The the Ankh demon, as it was called. It was definitely an Ankh demon. And that when then when Dr. C- uh, Freeman delivered the killing blow, it reverted back into a human. It With starts, the gem. Yes. And when it starts, it, and as you guys stare at it, it starts pulsing with this weird power. It glows an iridescent purple. As it sits there on the table. And Derek goes, Alright, enough with that. Enough with that. Alright, so I'm not gonna lie to you. We have no idea what the hell happened there. Because this thing was controlling the bodies. But, and he plays, he presses play on a video then that pops up on the table in front of you. As you watch it, it takes place after the event of the demon that was summoned by the police officer in the library. Again, to describe this gentleman to you, he has a fedora, a suit jacket, a button-down shirt, and, like, ripped-up jeans. And he walks, and he said something to the police officer. You couldn't quite make out what he said, but he has crystals floating around him. Some of them seem to match the size and shape, but not the color of the crystal lodged in this gentleman's chest. As you guys would have remembered, the last thing that that video caught was a crystal flying into the camera and taking it out. 
This video takes place after that, where he has left the library. He walks into the street and he's covered in a bit of blood. And people are coming up to him and like yelling at him and telling him like what he needs to do and what he should do. And you guys watch as a crystal floats down into his hand and he captivates the entire group. There's like 30 to 40 people surrounding him. He crushes the crystal in his hand and he blows it into the crowd. And shortly after he does that, you watch as one guy starts scratching at his face and he just can't seem to get it. He takes his hands, he slams his palms on the sidewalk, and he starts grinding his fingers against the asphalt. And when he pulls them back up, all you see are bones. And he digs those into the side of his face and he starts tearing his face off. So you guys now have the actual how as to how it happened. And this starts happening to a bunch of people. You then watch as he goes to, he walks across the street to the medical center. And then Derek responds to you guys. There's nothing after that. So it seems like he took down about 15 people in his first 30 minutes of being there. And then he just slowly started taking people one by one. Or he did that to one of them. And it was, that was it from there. But we're sending this over to the head researcher of the organization. Goes by the name Nico. Never met her. For those of you listening, I do not own any characters from Devil May Cry. <laughs> Be shocked if you did. Right? Not gonna lie. So. But yeah, you just find out you've got, like, rights to, like, Trish. So you're like, what? Uh, if I have what? rights to Trish, she's gonna show up in this campaign a lot more often. Uh, no, but I do not own any of the characters from Devil May Cry. I'm covered. So yeah, he he brings up he brings up that scientist's name. You've never heard of her. Uh, he does mention that she is part of the Fortuna branch. So then he says, "We're sending you to." Oh, I got the I got the town wrong at the end. You guys are going to Georgia. He said, "Plane's getting ready. We're gonna fly you out to Georgia pretty soon, actually." Have you all in? To which, by this point, all of you have. Well, get on the plane when it when you get called, and he goes. Uh, Vivian, take this. And he hands you a he he hands you a small, it's small, but it's larger than your normal earpiece. And when you click it in, you hear registering Vivian Ross, caller ID, and then it lists your employee ID number. Accepted. The plane will call you directly. He goes, I don't have five of them ready, so I only have one. And fuck it. The reason why Derek can't do that is because he's actually going on a mission himself, but he sits down and he says, we did track using the crystal signatures of power where the biggest source of this energy is coming from. And it's coming from Milledgeville, Georgia, approximate a population of about 18,000. Again, real town don't own any of the things there. This is a made up event. So the other thing you're handed is, a data pad and from there you guys kind of just relax and chill out until about 25 minutes later vivian you it starts ringing in your ear okay do you answer the call yeah okay when you pick up you hear no i'm gonna decline it like <laughs> I, I mean you could uh when you when you when it picks up you hear hello marketers <laughs> yeah i would like to talk to you about your car's extended warranty uh so you you hear you hear, plane to pick up Silo Squad. 
Um, where to? Where at? Take the tubes, hit third floor. You got it, partner. So, yeah, you tell the group, and all of you go up to a flight pad, which is actually on the roof of the building that you guys are underneath. So when you get in the plane, you go, and you go to, effectively, just your average ordinary town. The people here seem relatively fine. You land Mm -hmm. in an airfield. And from here, you guys are given a car that seats the five of you. One of you has nice. to drive. I'll drive. Okay. Mm. Do we have the skill? Uh, driving skills? Where's the driving skill? Driving, driving skill is only driving, riding, uh, and like boating are only needed when you're trying to do like a maneuver. Oh. Realistically, Look, I'm the only one old enough to drive, and I'm pretty sure Brother Reinhardt has not been drinking. I'm I 45 years old, but I am an alcoholic. So, so. see, Brian or Reinhard, brother Reinhardt is sober to drive. So, well, I mean, I should really get the safe driving. The, the I, I trust the priest to drive. Yeah. So after about an hour, you guys get to a hotel in Milledgeville, and Derek gives you guys a call. One of you. It doesn't necessarily have to be Vivian because he can just call you on a cell phone, and he says, "Go into the hotel." Uh, reservations under DMC. When you guys get in there, you get a room that's big enough to seat the five of you. Jesus. Uh, Xander said, I want to have my hands free if I need to shoot something. (laughs) So, as you settle in to the room, Derek gives you guys a call and he says, there's two buildings you can check there. Unfortunately, they're kind of close to each other. So, unfortunately, we don't know which is which. Now, why exactly are we going to Georgia again? That's where the signature from the crystals, crystals is coming from. Oh, the origin? Yeah, you should check out the historic district of the city. Realistically, the two places there are a penitentiary and the first Capitol building. Got damaged in a fire, but check it out. And let us know what you guys find. Um, a question. Penitentiary sounds foreboding. Yes, Brother Reinhardt. Uh, so, uh, we have protection against having our faces ripped off this time, right? Not necessarily. Okay. So, you guys, go, uh, which would you guys like to go to? The penitentiary or the first district building? I vote for district building. Penitentiary. So, one one district, I'm one penitentiary? That's why I flipped a coin. I believe Vivian, uh, did you say penitentiary? No, I am also indifferent. Oh, God. Xander, flip a call. You know, it's easy. It's uh, penitentiary. Okay, so with two votes to the penitentiary, you guys go to the penitentiary. <laughs> so when you guys go here, abstains, abstains. Yep. So you, when you guys you go here, this place is abandoned, and honestly, from you guys kind of look around it, and it it does look pretty beat up and worn out. Some glass is broken. There's there are some windows that are blown out. And this place gives you guys bad vibes. Who has got an arcane background here? And wait, in what background? An arcane right background. Here, my Lord. Do you have a feat that is arcane background? Give me a second to look. Arcane background, demonic power. Yes. Oh, all five of you do, don't you? Yeah. Yeah, I got one. Uh, Xander, I thought you were mad science. Okay. <laughs> yes. So. Isn't yeah, no, I'm just asking an about background? an arcane background in general, not not 
a specific one. So Xander and Vivian. Xander in your mask and Vivian in your leg. You guys are getting vibes from this that you can feel in your body. And you all get this in different ways. For Dr. Freeman, you get this in like certain patches of your of your skin like crawl and tingle. Jane, your overall feeling goes from pleasant and uplifted to kind of downtrodden and anxious and brother Reinhardt, the air around you feels thick. It feels almost like you're trying to walk through molasses. The aura here is not evil necessarily, but it's different. It's strong and you can feel it. It is at this point that you're approached by an individual. They're in like a security guard outfit. Hello. Can I help the five of you? I thought this place was abandoned. I'm the. What are you doing here? I'm the security guard. I make sure nobody gets in or out. Well, nobody gets in. Sorry, he wouldn't have said gets out. I, I, that was a slip of the GM. <laughs> what do you mean? Out. <laughs> yeah, I can take you on a quick tour of the outside and explain what this is. It won't be necessary. We're here looking for something in particular. Are you trying to get inside? Yes. I'm afraid I can't allow that. Do we have badges or paperwork? Nope. Oh. Please understand, sir. It is a matter of life and death that you let us inside as soon as possible. Also, people are going to get hurt if not. He honestly chuckles. (laughs) Uh, Hang on. There's... Yeah, no, he he definitely would not. Xander Xander said he may not know what group we're a part of. He honestly chuckles and he says, <laughs> "That's a good one. I've heard that before." What are you, mm. one of those ghost hunting crews? Not quite. Not inaccurate. We're more, not we're accurate. more like demon investigators. Because he'll believe that. De- demon investigators. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. He he like turns his back for a second to look at the to look at the building, and he hits a button on his walkie-talkie and he goes. At this moment, I got a code fifty-six here. I'd like to before he's all able to speak. What's code fifty-six? Uh, Today, all security guards would have all different kinds of codes for all different things. What would I would I know what that code is? Hold up. Can I make an insight check? Uh, Xander brought up, we may need to leave temporarily to get our paperwork in order to gain access. It's an option. Uh, but uh, Dr. Freeman said he before he has a chance to speak. Am I able to deal non-lethal damage? Oh yes, my god. No! I agree with Xander, idiot. I'm gonna swing to knock him unconscious. No! Oh my god. Okay, so Xander says don't do anything rash. Would you try to stop him? (laughs) Yes, I will try. I will also try to stop. Okay, I'm going to need... Normally, I don't like to do player versus player, but in this case, I'm going to need opposed agility checks for all three of you. Xander Uh, got a six. Vivian got an 11. 
you see him pick up his arm in in a non-lethal fashion. Like he definitely takes the stance to do non-lethal damage. Ball's fist muscle bulges a little bit. You you managed to do like a a hold you were shown in the FBI where you put him in like a half Nelson and start to put him away. And nice. as the guard turns around to look at you, you said it so that you're like you're just like holding on his shoulder, like, hey buddy, <laughs> how's it going? <laughs> That's great. He goes, hey, I might remind you that a face stealing demon might be hiding inside this penitentiary. Uh, let's. Okay, let me try something. Can I make like a maybe like a common knowledge check on the code? Maybe I would hear that in passing through the FBI. Or would it be like... I don't know if common knowledge would be the thing. Give me one second. Be? I'm looking at the list of skills to see what would be applicable here. Maybe. Well, I'll give you a wild guess about what he's about mm-hmm. to call. Mm-hmm. I would say I will. Okay, I'll give you a common knowledge roll, but it's going to be at a minus three. Oh, all right. Because there's a ton of different codes used in all different kinds of organizations. There's no guarantee that just because you know one set of codes, you know their set of codes. I know, yeah, that's not me, yeah. I'm willing to try. It's fine. Wait, can I try? Oh, no, I don't know. Diddly what? Code 56, you're pretty sure, is for, like, Girl Scout cookies. (laughs) Brother Reinhardt, okay, yes, absolutely. All right, I go up the guard and say, "I'm uh, I'm, I'm sorry, my compatriots seem to be in a bit of a uh of a rush, business work and whatnot. Is there anyone we can talk to to fill out any forms so that we can visit? I understand you're probably very busy. Oh, don't worry, he's on his way. And the about seven to eight security I'm guards show to up. Dye my hair. You wanted, you didn't want me to knock them out, and we got eight more problems. About seven to eight guards show up, and the one of them is wearing like a full outfit, and he seems to be the head there. So, uh, <clears throat> what seems to be the problem? Hi, sorry, uh, my name's Brother Reinhardt. Uh, we got sent here by the people we work for to, uh, scope this place out and i guess we were in a hurry and didn't know that we couldn't go inside we were hoping uh possibly that we could talk with someone fill out the paperwork or something maybe get a chance to visit this this is for our work we're very sorry to bother you brother reinhardt roll me a persuasion roll okay damn okay why is it why is it a two and a i'm very confused you rolled a two then you rolled a three Oh, I see a four and a three on the screen. Interesting. Anyway, so with the two and the three, uh, to answer Xander's question was, our organization is widely known to the world, correct? No. But everyone knows about the Clython, right? Everyone knows that New York got fucked up, right? So. I'm assuming my persuasion did not work. That's right. We're in Louisiana. Oh, it, it uh to for your correction he said isn't i i meant isn't so our organization isn't widely known or known to the world correct yes they are not not widely known it's because the government doesn't want to the governments of the world the un do not want to admit to the world that there is a supernatural force that we don't know about red well, anyway. city and some of the surrounding areas know that demons are real but not everyone, not the entire public knows. Not Mr. Rent-A-Cop here. Anyway, so did my persuasion work or not? Unfortunately, unfortunately, he says, 
you would have to come to me with a certification of a search warrant three times reviewed by the mayor of Georgia for me to let you in here. All right. And um, where, would, where would we go for this paperwork? I would take a common knowledge role from anyone in the group. He um, says ser- he says on? the word search warrant, and that would that would couldn't make anybody think. Hey, maybe I can think about. Oh, now I roll high. I mean, you could call Derek. Yeah, I said in re- yeah in response while this is going on, I would like to call Derek. Okay, I did not hear that. So Vivian, you step away to call Derek. Hearing that, so as soon as you hear the word search warrant, you step away to call Derek. Yeah. And after, like, two or three rings, Derek goes, yeah, go for Derek. Hey, Derek. Uh, it's Vivian. So we're, we're, we're at the location mm-hmm. where you sent us. And they're not letting us in without a search warrant. Oh, these fucking rent-a-cops. Does he want it notarized? Signed by anybody in particular? The governor of Georgia, him or herself. <laughs> yeah, they lost a game of poker to me the other week. I'll get it signed. Probably have to go in at nightfall, though. I can't get it there probably any sooner. All right. Thank you, partner. So after about, I'm going to say, six hours, you guys find somewhere to eat, settle in, you look at the city you do go check out the histor uh the first district uh i'm sorry the first capitol building and it's a wreck but you do not get the same kind of aura here you do feel something off about this building as well but definitely not as strong as you felt at the penitentiary uh in the time it takes us for nightfall to occur would we have time to do like a more in- involved investigation of the capitol building or no how would you like to do it um, am I allowed to just walk in? Nope. Ah. I think your best bet is to just group up with us. And by I, I mean we. So, you go to the first Capitol building, and the difference is, there is a tour going on here. So you could take the tour. Hmm. Sure, why not? It'll pass the time. How much is it? How much for admission? You You have plenty of money. You're good. So yeah, yeah, you're, you're taken on the tour of this burnt out building, and they give you some of the specifics. It was built in, I think it was 1782. Doing some of my research, I'm so sorry, Milledgeville people. Please don't get mad at me. And Milledgevillians. Yeah, right. So it's from here. Regardless, I'm not really listening to like the the tour guide part. I'm mostly just keeping an eye on what's trying to stick. Nothing with the seems civilians. super out of place. As far as the, the the feeling you got here, because I, I said the feeling you get a feeling, but it's not as strong. It's almost like demonic presence has been here, but isn't here. Does that make sense? It's right. like a residual feeling. So he was here. Yes. So, like I said, you get kind of a residual effect here. It, again, it feels like demonic presence has been here, but it's not here anymore. Demons can leave behind a trail depending upon how strong they are. Can we snip him out? We know where he is. We we totally know where he is. So, 
we're not we're not seeing dead people all over the place right now. No, <laughs> no. Some of you might have PTSD from that event, but nothing serious. So nightfall comes around. Probably by nightfall, I mean like eight thirty, nine o'clock, and a knock happens on your on your uh, sorry on your hotel door. It's the security guard manager from earlier, and he says, "My, my apologies. I had no idea you were government officials." I'm very um, sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't quite catch that. What was that? You were trying to say something? An, an apology, perhaps? <laughs> he looks at you, and he says, uh, uh, Xander Callahan said, Dr. Freeman, don't be an ass. <laughs> a- and he looks at you, looks at Xander, and says, you should listen to your friend there. I said I was sorry to start with. We in the South here don't mind admitting we're wrong. But don't push your luck. He goes, because this paper gets ripped up and you guys suddenly don't have interest anymore. He folds it up. He puts it in his back pocket and he goes, you're free to do what you want. But any commotion, we're coming in to stop it immediately. Is that understood? Totally understood. Um, Dr. Freeman is just having a dying duck fit. You can ignore him. Trust me. We both we're both on the same page that I that. You don't get involved, and it's better for all of us. Trust me when I say that. He walks away from this situation, and you guys are free to investigate the penitentiary. Hooray. All right. So, it is here that you guys walk into what is effectively the front door. It's nothing crazy. This place is laid out like a hospital combined with a school. There are rooms that are that have nameplates on them and these nameplates are the names of like doctors and nurses you assume because they're full names so they're either doctors and nurses and you assume that they're doctors and nurses because some of them say doctor this rn this while other ones do just have a name so they could be patients rooms how would you guys like to investigate from here let's do it Um... grid by grid so I will take a round of notice rolls, please. Or investigation if you got it. Got a five from Freeman, a six from Ross. I want everyone to give me one here. Oh, oh, we got something big from Mr. Callahan. Ten from Callahan, a three from Brother Reinhardt, and a three from Jane Connolly. So you guys are walking around, and you kind of dip in and out of rooms it's nothing seriously crazy there some of them are padded some of them have got chairs with like wrist wrist and leg restraints you do go into a room and see like a straight jacket one with has like a movable chalkboard with chalk on it some of them have various things going on xander you pop into a room a couple ways down from the group you you pop the door open, and you see a faint glow in the corner of the room. Do you approach it? Mm. Give me a thumbs up or a thumbs down. Thumbs up. So, as as you walk into this room, and you guys... So, Xander, you see a faint glow in the corner of the room, and you chose to investigate it. So, when you do... Thank you. When you do, it is an orange crystal about the size of a human palm it is pulsing with a malevolent force 
you believe it is one of the crystals that could turn a human into a demon. What do you do? Granted, we will be waiting for Xander to type his decision. So in that meantime, the rest of you are investigating rooms. And some of you, I will say, who was the next highest after Xander were Freeman and Ross. So Freeman and Ross, so Brother Reinhardt and Jane Connolly, you guys are kind of assisting with the other two. It's not that you guys aren't doing anything or you have found nothing. You do point out, like, small inconsistencies. Each room seems to be that of a different size. Things seem off here. But Dr. Freeman and and Miss Ross, you guys pick up on something that is odd. With with the pointings out of Jane and Brother Reinhardt, you guys notice that the room's sizes change by an odd number and an even number. So one is five by five, the next one's six by six. The next one's seven by seven, and then the other one after that's eight by eight. Then you'll get to one and it'll be three by three, and then five by th- and, th- and then six by six, and then seven by seven. Interesting. Xander is about to give me his response. Crush it up and snort it like cocaine. <laughs> I, I, he can. Honestly, if he if he touches it, we're gonna have a, we're gonna have a great day. He is shaking his yeah, head. Yeah, no, no, now. don't, 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 don't backspace, don't backspace it now. The views of uh, some of us are not related. Whatever, uh, whatever that is. Uh, he okay, read you, uh, so basically, you guys guessing no, but you could radio it into Derek or Katie or Zulfa. So if so, you basically radio to the group, and you guys, you guys do the the four of you pick up on that inconsistency, and then realize that Xander's not with you. Over the radio, you do hear Xander call you guys and say that he's found a crystal. What's your location, Xander? He tells you he's about three rooms down from you guys. So when you get there, you guys do see it and you feel the and you feel the same thing Xander does. You feel a malevolent force pulsating from it. And it is here that you guys give the radio to uh, that Xander gives the radio to Derek, and Derek goes. I am sending in a. I'm sending in agents that are in town immediately to come contain it. Don't touch the damn thing. And while you guys hang around it to make sure nothing out of the ordinary happens, in about ten minutes, two gentlemen show up in like hazmat suits with this odd square clear box that has got steel reinforcements around the side. Uh. Are we okay if they're wearing hazmat suits? I say this. So one like... one opens up a channel. It's like we were told to wear this just in case. The rest of you are wearing that heavy Kevlar outfit. You should be relatively fine. We never heard of any mm-hmm. kind of radio radiation coming off of these things. We were told to wear these just to be safe. Recording. Okay. The sea and devil may Christ answer his tumor. So. They open up the box and they take the crystal. They pick it up with uh, with a specific spare pair of special tongs and they pick it up and they put it in the box and they close it. And you guys hear them talking to each other. And one of them says, we should probably get this on the flight straight out to Fortuna. I would like to yes, I would like to uh, recommend that we escort them. Yeah, you guys walk them back out and they literally get in a helicopter with this thing and fly off. You guys head uh, back as... to that room, and this is the first time you've noticed something. 
taking into consideration that what you've seen that these are like three by three and then an eight by eight and then a seven by seven and then a and then a by a four by four room this is the first room that is 11 by 12 yeah. it's a big room it's a huge room to be quite honest and this you were you were coming to the open door where Xander was standing and were feeling the malevolent force from the crystal, but you saw Xander standing close to it, and he seemed relatively unaffected or unchanged by it. For the two that have demonic power, Jane and Freeman, when you guys got close to the crystal, the crystal would moan at you, moan and groan. Like, it was struggling to be contained. So... Um. I'm glad we contained the threat, but there's one question, and I think everyone's thinking it. Who would have just left that just lying around? On that note, I need a notice check from everyone yet again. Hey, prompting the dungeon master. I wasn't thinking that. I was thinking, oh, God, I hope I don't grow a third arm. Brother Reinhardt, you're too worried about growing that third arm. (laughs) So... Xander and Vivian, you two together find out something that's odd about this place. So this place is one of the rooms that's kind of built like a classroom. And you notice something. You can't believe it took you this long to notice. There's still books on these shelves. Uh Uh-huh. And there's nothing written on the chalkboard, but there's fresh chalk. Hmm. Oh, that's, that's, that's weird. Mm -hmm. Xander. You notice that two of the bookshelves in the back of the room are fake shelves. They seem to be doors. Lovely. When you try to grab a hold of them, you can't move it at all. Vivian, you deduce with Xander relaying that the two bookshelves in the back are doors, not actually shelves. You investigate the chalkboard, and it's at this point that I need... I'm going to give Vivian and Jane another notice check here. Okay. Okay. With the two of you working together, you have deduced that for some, somehow, you don't know how, because unfortunately your roles were kind of low, the chalkboard being kept as well as it is, plus having fresh chalk, and the bookshelf in the back of the room are connected in some way, but you don't know how. Hmm. Would you bring that, would the two of you bring that up to the rest of the group? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Xander, Freeman, Reinhard, I will now take notice checks from the three of you. Yay. Are you sure? Last time I was just thinking about arms. You're good. When you're told this information, you're a brand new man. Well, Xander. What do you see? You don't know how anybody did not notice that there is a string coming from the bookshelf. Not a string, but like a thread coming from the bookshelves straight over the top of the room, almost perfectly inlaid in between the tiles of the ceiling, straight to the back of the chalkboard. Do you relay this information to the group? Okay. When you do, Vivian and Jane take the chalkboard, and you guys find it incredibly light, and you lift it up, but it's very bulky, so you guys lift it up, and when as you take it off, there is a number pad attached with a thread and there are two threads here and you guys now see the second thread. The first thread is the one that Xander pointed out. It's this metal 
cord-like thread that has got a stitched pattern to it. It's, uh, I'm sorry, crisscross-like pattern going from the thread across the ceiling in the same white color of the walls of the room plus the ceiling tiles. And a second thread that seems to be a fuse. A fuse. A fuse. Okay. I will Um, take a knowledge... Does anyone have knowledge other? uh, No. What do you mean by knowledge other? There is a knowledge other skill. Did by any chance anyone take it? Nope. Uh, No. Nope. Let me see. Does anybody have the hacking skill? Not a chance. Oh, I almost took that. I feel like I I did not. Somebody took hacking, I feel I like. Did. I did. I remember one for hacking. It's not much. Give me a hacking roll. You won't okay. do anything with the roll. This is more what? like for an knowledge. Oh. You don't know anything. You're like, wow, a fuse. That's weird. <laughs> uh, I'd like to trail the fuse with my eyes and see where it leads. It leads to underneath the floor. Ah. In front of you. Uh, you rolled so bad you did that you did not notice that in front of you is a number sequence pad of six mm-hmm. digits. How many rooms did we pass by to get here? Nine. Interesting. And not the solution. Nope. So Ouch. how would you tr- like to try to solve this inquiry? Suppose if we get the wrong, we get the right code or we blow up, is that it? That's your master plan, a gesture to the ether. Nothing answers back. I didn't expect it to. It would be cool if it did, though. Xander, go ahead and give me a notice roll. Uh, Xander brought up that he inspects the books. Unfortunately, with that one on the first check, nothing. Some You guys notice him inspecting the books. Ah, of course. There is also a desk in this room, what would be like a teacher's desk. Is the Does the desk have drawers? Absolutely. All right. Is there anything on the top of the desk? Papers? Seems like homework almost. I'll inspect the homework. The homework seems to be listed by different patients. It's like, draw what your experiences are like. The only drawing oh, that stands part. out to you is somebody drew a picture of a gentleman. And hanging behind him is a dark figure. Almost like a malevolent malevolent mm, almost like an arc an, uh, an archaic version of his shadow it is crazy and confusing there is a date on it oh six one two eight seven seems to be month day year i'm gonna look over at the keypad and think about it would anybody else like to investigate anything can i try a hacking check again or sure okay Oh, hold on. I thought you said, oh, she had a bad roll, and I was like, I didn't even see her roll. Okay. So, Vivian, you walk up to this keypad now, and looking at it, this this seems way more recent. And you don't think that it will blow up the room. You think what it will do is it'll blow up whatever's underneath the room. Hmm. Which is odd because you're on the ground floor. Mm-hmm. And I what was... will relay that to the group. Okay. What was what was the date on the homework I found? Oh six one two eight seven. Eighty seven. Yep. Eighty seven. Eighty. 
Yeah, but this seems recent, right? Ish. Like the the, the paper I'm holding, it doesn't feel oh, like it's from no, the eighties. No, no. Uh, mm, you you can't really tell a feel. Notice, Jack. Actually, research. Give me research. Uh oh yeah no, okay research it is three. Okay, go, give, uh, me, go, give me the research. research. This feels like paper from the thirties. <laughs> you can't really tell. It's aged. It's like fairly aged. So you can guess that it might be from the eighties. Again, this would be like thirty to thirty. I'm sorry, this would be like forty year old paper almost. Which? Yeah. This room doesn't look like it's from the forties. Nothing. Chaps, come here to come have a look at this. Doctor Freeman shows you guys the six digit number at the top of the paper that he's found. Visage of our chap here, isn't it? It does not look like up. it does not look like the gentleman that was wearing the fedora. It looks like an ordinary dude, and then the malevolent shadow behind him. Oh. Malevolent. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, archaic. Would anybody like to give me a notice roll? Sure. Go ahead. Welcome to campaign by Kyber. No one rolls high, or we explode seven times. No in betweens. Hold on, let me bring out my sheet. Okie dokie. So, Brother Reinhardt, you go and inspect the books. So, when you go to inspect the books with Xander, you don't notice anything crazy out of the ordinary, but what it's going to do is it's going to allow Xander to take another roll. And with the two of you working together, Xander's actually going to get a plus one to this roll. Hey, I'm useful. Mm. Xander, you and Brother Reinhardt working together deduce that the six-digit pin is probably related to one of the books and then it dawns on you there is a there is a 12 series of books and three of them are missing Mm. like it said like the books the books are facing you and the bindings and it says one out of 13 there's 13 books which three Three are are missing missing. 11 12 13 um okay, so, so we got two codes. So the numbers that would be there is one 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 two one three. And the the two of them relay that to the party. Alright. Which code missiles explode? Which code uh is the I right will one? take one final code? notice check from the entire group. Oh, finally a nice one. Jane and Freeman. Zan, yeah. you're you're too enraptured by this these thirteen books, especially with the thirteen yeah, switches up? that happened last session. What's up, Suzander so and Jane? You guys notice there's a painting in this room, and its eyes are staring directly at the number pad. When you guys approach, you notice that there is a six-digit number written on the circular part of the number pad. One, two, three, four, five, six. That must be it. Jane, do you punch that in? Yeah. One, two, three, four, five, six. And you watch as the metal thread starts to burn away. Does anybody do anything? I'm going to reach out and grab it. So to stop the fuse. It moves too quickly for that. No. Well, shit. So upon it hitting and going behind the door, you hear as the doors gently blow open where the shelves were. Oh, I was going to do an ice blast. Oh, there were bombs no matter what. So, you guys see a spiral stairwell down to a lower floor. 
do you guys go to it? I'll lead the way, in fact. So as you do, you are greeted with this image. And I would like you guys to Hello, spawn... everybody. I would like you guys to spawn your characters. So which, int- so which way are we coming from? Uh, the stairwell. Okay, let me zoom out a lot. Ah, there it is. So, uh, Jane, Vivian, if you guys could spawn your tokens onto the onto the to the Where we do that? I have no idea. Uh, hey, so Freeman, does the grid system character- bother you? Know what? you? I got it for you. Don't worry. There we go. Got it. I'm a choke slime, you briner. So, <laughs> you guys Not are in a room way. with three coffins. Oh, yeah, yeah, dude. Uh, coffins! Yep. Three coffins, and this dead body is in a small pool of water. You've got a pile of bones over here. Underneath the cobwebs is some broken pottery. You do have a pile of skulls here and a iron portcullis door. For anybody who's watching the video, I apologize. I am not as well versed in Roll20 as I would like to be. I have to move the dungeon to match my players. What would anyone like to do? I'm going to... Can I check out the body? Over? You want to check the body in the water? Okay. Yeah. So the body in the water is thoroughly decayed. It like it's 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 bloated and irregular due to sitting in water. But it hasn't been here for too long. It's been here for probably about six months. You can guesstimate. Love what he's in with the place. The really. bones, however, as you guys investigate those a little bit, the bones are ancient and decrepit. They've been here for... I'm going to need a research roll from the people who have the research skill. Hmm. Jane, these bones are hundreds of years old. The, how brittle they are. Like, you pick one up and pressing your thumb against it a little bit, you cave in one of the temples of the skulls. And you're like, oh... These are old. They're very old. And the it is at this point that you and Freeman check out the coffins. And the wood here is aged dramatically. Moldy. Decrepit. Honestly, it almost looks like bark peeling off of the tree. And yes, as you guys can notice, I did make these coffins a little too big. They are normal human-sized coffins. Does anybody check the... The, the door, the portcullis. I don't see why not. Sander, move yourself over there. You put your hand on the portcullis, and as you start to slide it open, it's opened. Yeah. Who, uh, so put your guys' selves a mar- in marching order, i.e., who, would, who walks out of it first? Xander, I, Xander, I would assume you do since you opened it. Xander, as you step across the threshold, I need an agility check from you. Better him than me. Better him than me. You take one step over the threshold and you hear shink. And you look to your left and see that a hole has opened up in the wall and a sharp object is in it. It shoots a spear out at you and you jump back just in time to avoid it. The spear hits the wall and then slowly retracts back. You don't think you could have run fast enough to make it through that hallway. Is at this point, a keyhole appears to the left of the door. What would some, what, what, what does anyone uh, like to attempt to do? Hmm. We don't have any keys, do we? Nope. 
Well, I guess we gotta start looking for a key. Indeed. Ideally. I'm gonna start looking for a key. Uh, where Can you... I like go up, up, maybe check in like the coffin? Sure. Try which... to generally... Put yourself like... up to the coffin you'd like to investigate. Okay. You see that there are locks on this thing. Not like padlocks, but they're like hinge locks. Xander's going to check another one. Xander, I'll be with you in just a second. You pop open these, I guess, latch locks, they're called. They're, they're ones where, like, you would lift it up and it has a small metal bar that hangs over the top and then pushes down to keep it tight in place. So you pop these, and when you open it up, there is a dead body inside clutching something. It's a small amulet. And you notice at this point that the inside of the coffin that you're standing at is marked with the letter K. Okay. I think we should open all of them. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Xander's standing at the second one, so while I'm describing that one to him, somebody can move their character to the third one. Uh, Freeman, since you were investigating the door, I'm going to say not you. So, Xander, as you walk over, you do the same thing. You pop it up. You open it up. As you open it up, you see the same thing. A body inside clutching something, but he is clutching a mace, like an old-fashioned mace. He is holding it by his hand is just under the head, and his... And his and he's got, he's gripped up as close to the head of it as he can be, and the shaft sticks out down below. You notice the top of the thing is marked with the letter E. The next one must be a Y. So who goes over to the third coffin? Um, I'll do it. I am a bit preoccupied, so I cannot. Okay, Vivian, move yourself over there. Okay, when you pop it open, you notice. So first off, Jane, way to go. Letter Y is marked on the top. And as you look at this, you see that he has, again, body in the coffin. He is gripping a shield. Okay. I would like a notice check from the three people at Coffins and from Brother Reinhard. Uh, a notice check, you said? Yes, indeed. Okay. Uh, and Xander understood you have your pistol out. <laughs> Look, uh, when it comes to being in a creepy basement with coffins, I ain't touching shit. Feels bad. Vivian, would you like to re-roll that? Yeah. Go ahead. Spend in a Benny. Hmm. That feels <laughs> bad. Pain. <laughs> oh, God. Who rolled okay, high? Okay, Dice Gods. We Did don't... Xander roll the five? Jane, you rolled a nine. Thank Lord. You notice... That I the like emulet the, he is gripping, the I like the, the mulligan that reroll. No. So re you that notice that the the string that goes around his neck isn't normal wire; it's conductive wire. Would you like to touch the emulet? Xander is shaking his head no, but that is that is his Jane's decision. You notice this? You have not said anything to the group, so you could. Can you could, I? Can I like? pick up something on the ground and like flip it over with the bone so maybe like try and lift it off of its neck like but with like two bones like like almost like using them like tweezers or something so the rest of the group you guys notice this jane so runs... i don't have to touch it but yeah, no, I'm, that's fair. I'm removing it jane runs over to a pile of bones she pulls out two longer bones and she's like ha she runs back over 
and you see her scoot them underneath the emulet that is in the she scoot i'm sorry you guys would see that she scoots them under something jane when you scoot them under there you try to lift it up and it actually won't move a um, voice comes from the creature inside. Only one of flesh and blood can touch my amulet. And from E and Y, you guys hear the same thing. But Xander, you hear, oh, God, it, it, uh, maybe I should read what I wrote down. You hear only yeah. one of flesh and blood can wield the blunt. And... Then Vivian hears, only one of flesh and blood can withstand what the shield has held. What would you like to do? Ooh, I feel like we have to, uh, in order to open the room, So we you... have to take them. Okay, do you touch the amulet? Before I do, I'm going to like look at my colleagues here and... and... Sure. See what they have, what they think, because uh, is it apparent that we all heard the same thing or no? So you guys all heard a variation of the same thing. You all heard that first line of flesh and blood. Okay, so I want to like tell the group what I just heard and see if anyone else heard that. So Xander, Jane, so Xander, Jane, and Vivian kind of relay along the same lines of the messages that you all heard. Variation of Vivian says, you know, only only that of flesh and blood can withstand what the shield has. The emulet is, you know, only one of flesh and blood can hold me. And the mace says only one of flesh and blood can withstand me. What? Does anybody touch? I'm wondering. This is really gross to do, but technically the body over there is flesh and blood. (laughs) Do you? Do you try to use that body? I don't know. I, I, I'm, I'm just asking. Yeah, no. I'm just, I'm not going over to do it, but I'm I'm t- saying to the group. Let me get a smarts roll from everyone. Um, uh, where would I click for that? Uh, just oh, click on smart. your smarts attribute. No, I thought it was, I didn't think, I thought it was on your skills, then I have to my bad. Dear Lord, some of y'all rolled real high. So, Santa rolled a 14. Jane rolled an 8. We got a 1 from Mr. Freeman. No, he's got a 3. 5 from Vivian and an 8 from Brother Reinhardt. You guys would assume that by flesh and blood, they're telling you to touch them. So, what are the three items? An amulet, a mace, and a shield. Which spell out key. Yes, the three coffins spell out key. So I assume we need those three things in order to get the key. Xander, you were typing something? Okay, he's still typing. Uh, that, is a, that is a safe assumption. Who got the 14? Xander, you would assume that this is a trial of some kind. Not necessarily these three things make the key or get you, or, or necessarily... You think you need to touch them in a certain order? Okay, so Xander says that he believes you guys need to touch them in a certain order. Probably in the order that it spells K-E-Y. Xander, you also believe that this could be an all-or-nothing kind of thing? It could be 
spell out the word key. So touch K first, touch E second, touch Y third, or all three of you need to do this at the same time. It could be one or both. You rolled very, very high. You're inclined to believe, because realistically, yes, you do spell one word at a time, but generally when you're spelling, you're trying to make one word. I think we should all touch it at the same time. Xander is relaying a message. He says no arguments. Vivian, do you agree with this as well? Okay. So I'm going to need agility checks from the three of you to see how in timed you can be. Nice. Okay. Okay. Nice. You know what? Y'all had within a three, so I'm going to give it to you. The three of you touched this at the same time, and you are shocked. But I need a notice check from Brother Reinhardt and Dr. Freeman. Uh, My friend's okay. dead yet? Rather specific. This is exciting. I like this. Hey, Brother Reinhardt. Jesus Christ! Exactly. You notice that a pet, that one of the tiles in the middle of the room opens up and a pedestal starts to rise out with a key on it. I need the three people touching to give me vigor checks. Wait, who? Vivian, Xander, and Jane, please give me vigor checks. Oh. Nice. Luckily, it's an attribute roll. So, Xander, the shock is just a little too strong, and you let go, and the pedestal drop. You want a Benny? This is, uh, all right, I'll give you the That's, free re-roll. It's a, it's a that, this is, this yeah. is a hazard. And we're in an environment. But it's not yeah. an environmental hazard. You know what I mean? It's, 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 yeah, there we go. Okay. There we go. You three Was hold on so long hard? enough before they would have to be forced to do another check. Dr. Freeman and Brother Reinhardt, I need agility checks from the two of you to see if you can grab the key quickly enough. All right. Probably not. I got really low dice for this. Brother Reinhardt, you are quick enough to snatch it off the pedestal as the three of them are shocked. But Even though I managed... grabbed the one and the seven? This is an attribute check, so the one does not matter. Ah. You caught a break. You snatch the key, and the three of you let go. And then as Brother Reinhardt, you insert the key in the left wall. When you click it, you watch as all of the holes on the left side of the wall close up. You believe no one you expects all... the priest to be agile, right? You all believe you have free passage into the next room. Would you guys like to proceed? Sure. Yes. Certainly. So. Boop. Ah, here we go. Position yourselves in this room. Mm -hmm. uh, I'll be at the be at the door. Okay. So to describe this room to you, this is a very large room as well. You have an altar on this end of the room. And you have got six statues, a wooden angel, a wooden, uh, ooh, a wooden pharaoh, Anubis-like figure, and a stone minotaur. And on this one, you have a stone angel, the humanoid cat, a stone humanoid cat creature, and a wooden minotaur. In the center, you have four facing demons that have their hands up to their faces, almost like they're puking. And there is a small blood pool in the center of them on a dais. In here, this is just a smattering of something. But it's gross and it smells bad. And this seems to be wood. I'm going to approach the porticolis at the other end of the room. Okay. It is locked. 
You you try to open it and it's locked. You hear a dark, sinister voice start to speak. And it goes, How dare you enter our chamber? The next one speaks and says, You must know how to correct what's wrong. Third voice speaks, But in order to do that... The final one speaks in a jester-like voice. Blood must be spilled. And uh, spawning into the room are three demons. I'm going to pull up a bestiary real quick. And if anyone can, if they could start to do initiative for me, I'd greatly appreciate that. Deal one card to each of the five of you. I got it. Uh, I'm going to draw my own card. Is the deck shuffled? Uh, yes, it is. Cool. Why is there a card on the table? Oh, I thought I... Right-click. Right-click. Remove. Take card. Okie dokie. And then... How do I... Okay, you know what? Someone else can just give me a card. I clearly can't because I can do it. Come on. Where is it? There it is. Oh, whoops. Oh, it's click to draw. Here, take these. There's also a six of spades on the table. So what spawned before you are three demons that kind of represent the three statues standing ahead of you. You have got a minotaur, a large cat-like humanoid, and a swirling of air that is in the shape of an angel. What is Cody's? I have no idea. I didn't draw I think I did it right. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to recall these cards real quick. My apologies. So I'm going Look, to shuffle I, up one more time. And I still I will deal them see out. my card. You should not. Give me one second. A three of spades. It's like covering uh, Cody's camera. It won't. Like I don't know how to version it. Oh, that's weird. It wasn't important anyway. So there you go. You guys should each have a card. And to describe these creatures of you, yes, one is made of air. The so the angel is made of air. The cat seems to be made of scales. And then the minotaur seems to be almost like a toy. So here's the plan. I think we should make offensive rolls in their general direction. What do you got? Thoughts? Notes? Critiques? Um, so... Attack them until they're dead. The cat? I mean, I would hope All of them. All of them. Every single one. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more platforms. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. So, no survivors. We have got... So who is the highest on the list? King I have a ten of spades. Me, I think. Go ahead. You're up. 
Um, I actually, let's see, how many biddies are there? Three. Um, <clears throat> um, I don't know if I just want to, like, smite my weapon so it's available, like, to me next round, or, or what? That's up to you. Okay. Do it now while you're not in combat. Yeah. Oh no, you guys are in combat. This is the start of the start of the combat. Yeah, I, I wanted to say something, but you left. So like that's. Oh, my apologies. Uh, I will bit. allow you to try to activate your smite before combat begins. Okay. Sure. And each one of you would be able to try. Like you hear him say, "Blood must be spilled," and each of you would get Am to I ready a weapon. To... No, what do I, what do I, do I, do I, do I roll to cast it? Yeah. Uh, absolutely. Okay. Uh, and Jane, what would you, what were you saying? I was oh. going to say, I want to cast protection on myself. Do I do that at that point or do I do that? Like, yes, once go ahead my and roll, go ahead and roll me demonic power roll and Vivian, go ahead and just, well, so you guys have to actually roll the skill. I have no idea why it doesn't work. So. Sucks just suck. So how do I do that? Click on the skill weird science. Oh, like, oh. Okay. Yes, on your skill list. Oh. Click on the skill weird actually, science. Actually, let me actually roll the spell smite because I figured this out last session. You figured it Oh, Wait, you did figure it out. It's not, it's not under the skills. What? You should have weird science. You're a weird scientist. I know. I have it as an edge. Give me one second. That's weird. Have you been? What? You never took the skill, Weird Science. Oh. Well, I guess I should do that. I will allow you to have it at a D6 for this session, but you need to okay. fix it at the end of the session. Yeah. So what do I, what would I roll? Uh, add it to your skill list as a D6, and then we'll adjust points at the end. How do I, how do I add skills? I don't know. Click on the, click on the, uh, Okay. Yep. Science. Now click on it. You should get a green check mark. Move the die okay. up to a D6. Even yeah. if you even if you had it a D8, I'm only giving it to you for a D6. God okay. damn it. <laughs> uh, all right. You so Dr. Freeman, you bring your fist up, you pull them down, and you ignite with that red. You know, the red markings you usually have all over your skin. You are you know, ready yeah. for battle. Rev up the, uh, the, the the motorcycle worker on my chain sword. Vivian, uh, I'm sorry, Jane, you do a little bit of a cheer. You get yourself in the spear, and then all of a sudden, this mystical-looking shield made of what feels like dark energy just rises up around you to protect you. Vivian, you take your gun, you flip it around in your hand a couple times, you shove it into your boot, and when you pull it out, Man, that thing's a hot rod green. Yeah, it is. It is burning. Ooh. It is burning green. So now, Jane, take your turn. No, I'm first. I'm sorry, Vivian, take your turn. I meant Vivian. <laughs> I said Jane accidentally. Silly. Um. So now that my weapon is smited, indeed, what... smote. So do I do what? Do I what do I do to roll? Shooting. Right? Shooting. shooting? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Now you use the weapon as normal. Oh, okay. Yes. And then is there is there extra damage added to it or like how does it? Uh... Two. It plus four it for the you. Raise. Okay. 
Oh shit. Okay. So, uh, what is closest to me? The the, sh- the air shape of the angel. This one. No, this one. That's Xander. You want to shoot your own oh. teammate? Oh no, no, that one. Yes, Main- mainly because this one's out of sight. Wait, this it's- one's out of sight. Yeah, it's behind the behind an altar. Oh, so oh, so it's this one. These okay. things are like four giant statues. Okay. Sitting um, next to each other. All right. So yeah, we're gonna we're gonna shoot my gun. Okay. It is more within. His- Bye. Well, hit and a raise. Well, damn it. Uh, hit and only a single raise. No damage bonus. Twelve. So you fire, and mm-hmm. you do have that green fluorescent blast as it fires off. Acid streaking through the air. It strikes into this angel. Sixteen damage double. And it passes out the other side. Oh, lame. What? I'm sorry. Did I, did I stutter? It's made of smoke, baby. You have a feeling that shooting, that doing damage to this thing isn't going to be an option. There must be another way to defeat it. Oh, God. We need the weapon from the other room. Oh, wait. No, we couldn't hold them. They electrocuted us. Never mind. So, that was what number? King. King? Alright. Then we have Queen. Jack. Ten. You're a I ten. have a ten. Jane's got a ten. You're up. Um. Price. I don't know what to do there. Can I do... You guys can do it. I believe in you. Would I know what it is? Like, why it's not taking a hit? Give me a common knowledge roll. No. Wait. Give me knowledge. Yeah, give me knowledge of cold. Eh. Nope. Should have took damage. You have no idea what's going on. Um... I guess I'll try and hit it. I mean, the one in front of me, at least. So you go up to the cat creature? Can I just go up to it and see? Like, just I just want to look at it. Okay, give me a notice roll. Because... Yeah. Is it like a hologram? No, but this thing isn't real. Okay. But the four altars definitely said blood must be spilt. The altar? The altar. This right here. Spoken four voices. What if I I go up to the altar and cut my hand and spill blood on it? Uh, Do you do that? Sure. Okay. I love the I love the what if I do so this question you stand, and the DM response of find out. You stand there, and I'm going to and I apologize for this, but unless you want to spend a Benny, you are going to take a wound from doing this. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's obvious. Okay. You slice open your hand and pour blood on it, 
and one of the mouths of one of the demons starts puking blood. So, we all have... So, four people may maybe have to do that. So, who's next? So, that was ten? Nine. Okay. So, I have one wound. You have one wound. These creatures are up. Reinhardt. Just stay locked in with Gene. Oh, boy. And Dr. Freeman. So... We have a brother. fighting roll on Freeman. Freeman, parry. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Not Freeman. Sir. Not Freeman. My apologies. Brother Reinhardt. Okay, my parry is... Okay, why... Oh, sorry. My parry is five. Got a hit on you. Dang. Six points of damage. Does that even do anything to me? Nope, probably not. Jane, one attack against you. Parry's eight, correct? Um, yes. I don't know if my armor changes that. No, it does not. But hit. I have seven points of damage on you. Okay. So, uh, what is your toughness outside the parentheses? Should be eight, eight. correct? Okay, you're fine. And then Freeman, parry six. Yes, for replanting. Yeah. Missed. Don't even come at me with that weak ass shit. So, from there, that was nine. We have eight. Seven. Seven for Xander. You're up. Do it. Xander is typing. Again, Ryan is unfortunately a little under the weather. You inspect the statues. Give me a notice roll. You're a little preoccupied. These creatures did kind of spawn out of nowhere. Unless you like to use a Benny for it. Okay. Uh, Xander has refused to use a Benny. He has refused the Benny. If there's something you'd like to do to the statues, you could still do them. You just didn't get a chance to really look at them. Does that make sense? I'm I'm more than willing to let my players interact with the environment while they're fighting. Which which one did you want to look at specifically? You can pick it. The stone angel. Okay. Uh, I'll let you take another notice roll. But that's going to be your action. Is that understood? Got it. This is just a stone statue. But something feels off about the statues. So that was seven. We have six. Five. Four. Uh, oh, wait, Cody I was six. Is, I was six. Sorry. I was six. Brother Reinhardt, you're currently in combat with an angel made of wind. Sorry, I thought I said I was six. Maybe I didn't. My, I may not have heard you, and I have to manage eight different initiatives. So I might have just let it slip. I think that was on me. That's okay. What would you uh, like to do? Well, since it's made of wind, I guess I'm going <laughs> to... I guess I'm going to try to do a bolt. On the... Uh, Xander seems to want to call something out. Oh, no, that's not... It's not It's not necessary. No, 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 no. I just... I, I, I was sitting here and I got you lost. Wanna, you want to do a bolt on the angel in front of you? Yeah, the one that literally next to me. Got it. Go ahead and roll me a spell casting roll. 
Five goes off. Roll me a bolt's worth of damage. Whoosh. Space. So Wait, it just you conjure up this bolt. You put your energy into it. You push it forward. And as you push it forward, it blows through the angel, making a large hole in her that then reshapes itself with wind. Okay, now that's just <laughs> Xander I does call magic. out to the group, by the way, that something feels off about the statues. I thought magic would at least hurt it. Nope. I, I knew he wasn't taking well, damage. Not, well, I'll, say that, I'll say this. Not this time. So, that was six. Oh, I can just get there. I believe, Me, Jess, I believe uh, Mr. Freeman's last. What would you like to do? Uh, I can just make it to the altar, right? Uh, one, two, it's a piece of three, six, four, right? Four, five, six. Yes, you can. You will take an attack, though. I know. it's. It, I've seen bullets fly through it twice. I'm not too concerned. You have not watched bullet flies through it twice. You've watched bullets fly through the angel. Okay, yeah. Okay. That's enough for me. Hit me. Hit me. Hit Parry. me. Hit me. Hit me. Parry. Six. It hits Six. you. It does not do any damage. Instead, it grapples you. You are stuck here. Oof. That's even more annoying, you special son of a bitch. End of turn. Strength contest. Four. It. 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 Ha. 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 Words are fun. It keeps a good hard hold on you. Though, now that you feel this thing p holding against you, it is 100% made of wood. Like, how is this possible? So, that sounds like next turn's initiative, correct? Mm -hmm. Do you really yeah. the rest of the group? What happened? Uh. That it's made out of wood. Dr. Freeman, do you relay that? Or do you just scream in frustration? I will scream in frustration. It's fair. At least he's honest. I appreciate that. So, as I'm dealing on initiative, would anybody like to do anything before their turn? Uh, do, I have to, do I have to smite my... Draw a card. Nope, you are one. smited for three turns. What if I want to smite it? Oh, wait, never mind. Can't do double that. smite it. You cannot double smite. So... Oh, God, no, how I drew like, initiative for myself. Maybe I can smite it with fire without being mitigating me, so can't. Alrighty. Ace. Uh, four. Oh. Uh. No one has ace? Because I do. Oh, uh, no. Freeman. He no longer needs the roll to hit you. The Minotaur proceeds to squeeze you. Aw. Yonks. 15 points of damage. The standard, the, yes. So these ones Down are wood. The four. ones that are brown colored are wood. The ones that are gray colored are stone. So 15 AP zero. Benny. Okay. Go ahead and roll so, me a soak roll. I need to roll three or higher. Oh, hey, look at that. Zero. So why did you get plus two? Why did I get plus two? So you got It's a soak roll, right? Yeah. I mean, that's still a three. That's still zero. Okay, that's fine. 
I mean, wild dice is fine either way. Okay, and then we have the creature against Mr. Reinhard. Oh, boy. Hit and a raise. Oh, Iron Jaw is why I have a plus two. What? Why Iron Jaw active? 14 damage. Wait, against me? Yes. Oh, that's gonna hurt. And the cat creature is actually going to leave Jane. Take your attack of opportunity, Jane. I only have a toughness of nine. Does that I mean can I have take a win? my attack of opportunity? Take your attack of opportunity, as long as you are holding your katana. Wait, Will, doesn't that yeah. mean I have a wound? It uh, So, yes, five damage over would be... Oh, oh, that's right. You're minus one. You miss. So, uh, yes, you're taking five damage. So your toughness of nine, it's 14. There's five damage left over. You are taking a wound and shaken. But you can soak. You can soak the roll. Dang it. Would you like to spend a Benny to soak? No. No? You're taking the wound and shaken? Yeah. Alrighty. That's a waste of a Benny. Not really. So like really the I feel like this isn't the boss. Is this oh, righty. So now we are that. Like uh, oh no, the cat creature is attacking Ryan. Mr. Callahan, your parry is six, correct? Hit. I Look, have ten survival damage. horror games have taught me one thing. One point, you're shaken. Alrighty, that was them. The rest of you guys are up in the order of your initiatives. Jack. So that that was uh, Ace, King, Queen, Jack. Me. Mr. Freeman, you're up. I'm going to make a fighting roll on this thing behind me. Uh, so you're actually going to make wooden... me a strength roll to break out of it. Let me out. You break free. So All much right. so that you actually can still act. I roll Fighting time. Four. You land a solid blow on this thing. Roll me damage. Smite. Uh, five plus two. Seven. Seven. You punch a hole through this thing. And as it stands there, you watch as the wood regrows. And restitches itself. Ah, I so, see. Anything else? Uh, I'm gonna try to make my way out of its range again. Okay, it's gonna make an attack roll. Jesus. Roll in the box, Will. God damn it! <laughs> it hits you yet again. Ooh. Let Alrighty. me solve the puzzle, you son of a bitch! Alrighty. So, that was Jack. Ten. Nine. Eight. Seven. Six. Oh, wait, I'm an eight. You're an eight? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you were going so fast. <laughs> I slowed down. Um. Okay. Can I check on... Okay, so you said that the statue I'm standing in front of is spitting out blood? Yes. What if I reach over to the other statue with my wound and squeeze more blood on that? does not do anything. 
Okay. Xander says, Xander calls out to attack the statues, not the middle ones. If I could reach it, I would. So, so like these. Jane, there's... you have an action besides that. So does anybody need a, uh, does anybody need a description of the creatures again? I assume, Xander, you would like what? a description of the creatures again? All right. Yeah. Okay. Oh, so the cat is kind of scaly. The minotaur is made of wood, and the angel is made of air. Um, Alrighty, what would you like to do, Jane? I'm going to move toward, I guess. You can reach thing. this statue or this statue. I'll go towards this one. Which one? Stone or wood? Um, the this one. Stone? Okay. What would you like to do? No, the other side. Uh, that wasn't okay. ridiculous. No problem. What would you like to do? Um, I'm gonna slash it. Go ahead and roll me a fighting roll. You oh. hit. And you cut the statue right in half. And when you do, you hear the three statues that aren't vomiting blood start laughing. Ha ha ha! Wrong means more! And another creature appears in that spot. Oh no. But quick to learn! It will not act now. You caught a break on that. So, that was eight. So we have seven. We have six. We have five. We have four. Me. All right, Vivian, you're up. Okay, so do I notice what Jane's doing? Yeah, oh, yeah. You. So Xander calls, attacks the creatures, and then you hear her go, ha! And you watch as she cuts a statue down. When she cuts okay. it down, you heard the statues call out, ha, ha, wrong guesses mean more. And, and, she, then, and she, she slashed which one? She which slashed one? the wooden cat. The wooden cat. Right now, you can see the wooden angel, the stone angel, the uh, oh, and the stone minotaur. You cannot see the wooden minotaur or the stone cat unless you moved. Okay, and then um, the angel is made out of what? Air. Okay, so we have to slash the statues that match with the creatures. You think destroying the statue itself would be enough? You might not necessarily have to slash it. Okay, um, I wanna, can I move to this one, which is the closest one to me? Absolutely, give me a shooting roll. Oh wait, oh, yeah, I can shoot at it? Yeah, yeah absolutely. I don't have to move, okay. Yeah. You also have a gun made of acid. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, so yeah, we're gonna- Shooting okay. roll. Got a, I thought there was a one on the die for a second. I know, it almost flipped the one. I was like, no. Roll me damage. And you get to roll bonus damage. Oh, well. So on 11 points of damage, you, you cock your rifle, you pull off a shot, and as you fire it, it flies, hits the wooden angel statue, and dissolves it completely. And as it does, so does the angel fighting brother Reinhard. Nice. A one of nice. the one of the statues of the four things in the middle starts puking up blood. You guys have figured nice. out the riddle. 
Alrighty. So that was five, correct? Or four? Four. Four. Three. Four, baby. Hey. There you're up. You are now free. You watched as this thing dissolved in front of you. Xander, you're also a three. It okay, Cody is first. Got it. Alright, brother Reinhardt, you're up. Uh let's see. I'm putting it together. So that means I should attack this one, right? Yes. You are one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. 11 squares away, so you're still within short range of your bolt, so you won't take any negatives to try to cast it if you want to use your bolt. Remember to check your bo- power points, please. You could also use I'll your use- gun. Um, I'm just going to use bolt. Go ahead. So roll spell casting? Yes. Roll me a spell casting roll. How many? Oh, oh yeah, I got a Brother roll- Reinhardt, yes, please roll to unshake. I will let you keep that roll, but go ahead. Shots are in a magazine. Aha! For your rifle, 12. Okay. And you fire two shots, so you're down to 10. I succeeded. Wow, and you got so high, you actually can act as well. So we're going to keep that roll for your spell cast and go ahead and roll me damage on your bolt. It is just 2d6. Uh, I'm going to roll damage. Click damage. Go for it. Man, that is unfortunate. Yeah. But it is enough. So to I'm gonna blow use a Benny. Up. It it is enough to you cannot reroll damage with Bennies. Oh. There is an Ooh. edge for that. But it is more than enough, shockingly, to you hit it and you watch as you blow the stone head off. And when you do, one of the statues starts vomiting blood, and the cat fighting Xander drops as its head is also blown off. Wait, what about the other cat? That cat is still alive. Alrighty. So then that is Xander left with three. You're good. Go ahead. You're shooting at that. So you step out of here to get your line of sight. That is a one on the shooting. Benny, got it. Go ahead and re-roll that. I thought it was going to a one for a second. On a 10 on the wild die, you hit the statue with a raise. Go ahead and roll me damage. Seven damage is enough to destroy it. And Dr. Freeman, you are freed as you drop. The fourth statue starts vomiting blood. And when it does, this cat is also destroyed. You guys figured out what you had to do. The material the creature was made of was the statue you had to destroy. A soft material represented wood. A hard material represented stone. As these left, you guys hear a thunk as the portcullis unlocks at the end of the room. Oh, boy. Oh, I didn't think that was the puzzle. Yep. So, you guys are then presented with... Da-da-da-da. This I thought room. he was going right, left, right. Go ahead and place your gu- place yourselves inside this room. Oh, effort. You guys are in a library that has a bunch of books. There is a gentleman sitting in a chair behind a desk. It is just a skeleton. There's this smattering of books on the floor. There's a shelf lined with a bunch of literature. 
you have these shelves you have these shelves all lined with books and an open dresser and then this tome that seems to be open to a specific page as well as a portcullis here what would anyone like to do i want to investigate the books in front of me the books on the floor I'm or the books on one of the tomes. shelves on the floor so i should go through them there's a bunch of different books here studies of astronomy of geology just of the earth itself and there's books on all different kind of topics there's not one specific topic here besides the fact that these are all books on the studies of certain things the study of the stars of rocks of the earth itself of the rotations of planets all different kind of things the one that seems the most shocking to you is the study of hemiology or the study of blood. Okay. Okay. So I'm going to allow each person to do one thing in this room. So Jane, you are investigating the books while you're doing that. Who would like to do something else in this room? Uh, the tome I'm in front of. Tell me about it. So the tome in front of you, I'm going to move you right into it, reads about a special procedure done. It seems to imply that the sacrifice of one's soul and blood means everything to everyone around them. When you devote yourself so fanatically to something specific, the pure devotion leaks out of the person and empowers whatever it is you are trying to do. It's very cult stuff. It is very cult-like stuff. It is almost... It feels like almost like a transgression against God and nature in and of the way that it is written. So, who would like to do something next after that? Um, are there any books, like, here, or... Uh, here? Shannon, just one second. Uh, Ryan did rate... Okay, never mind. Vivian. Oh. So, Vivian, put yourself where you are investigating. Um, like, here? You put yourself at the bookshelves? Okay. Yeah. So, like you go through shelves? these bookshelves, and these seem to be... So, Jane, as she's going through the books on the ground, I'm going to put her in the middle of the book. She's having a heyday there. <laughs> so as she's going through the book she's like oh these are like all the studies of like different things you go through that bookshelf and this bookshelf talks about these ones are about like basic arithmetic mathematics there's a medical book here as well and it talks and the things that are highlighted and circled are like how much blood is contained within the human body how much blood can a person lose before they you know lose consciousness before they die, yeah. how do you induce obedience in someone Mm. <laughs> and uh, Xander, would you like to go now, or is Brother Reinhardt okay to go? Brother Reinhardt, what would you like to do? Uh, I'm not really sure what to do. Put yourself in front of something, and I could start explaining it for you. Uh, uh, the the only two things that haven't been investigated are this shelf and the door, and also this I'll body go, in the corner. Uh, I guess I'll go to the shelf. I don't feel like I'm one to be opening a door. So. You go to the shelf, and it seems like the shelves were supposed that there it was supposed to be something along the lines here of this is like whoopsie I grabbed Jane's character accidentally. So these books are all like the starts of a study. These seem to be the advancements. This is like the level two of things. You are in the section that's like the level three. The one book here that is crazy to you is one that is on the Mayan practice of sacrificing a heart to the to to the gods to prevent catastrophes. That's really oh. the only thing that stands out here. Xander, 
You go up to the gentleman who is sitting at the desk. Well, the, the skeleton that's sitting at the desk. And he asks, would you like to make an appointment? I'm kidding. So. <laughs> you you push past him a little bit and you do see, like, you do try to open a couple of the drawers. And there's not really much of note here. There is but one parchment. And it said, for those who choose to serve the gods above may we coat the room in layers of our own devotion to those we need and may we ever rest in the presence of nine n-e-i-n okay so you have each investigated something and there's really nothing of note in this room besides books who would like to do something? So we restart. So Jane, you are up for an action. What would you like to check out? You could check out the open dresser or you can check something else and maybe somebody missed something. There is this dresser that no one checked and there is this bottom yeah, in the I'll corner. Yeah, I'll check out the dresser. And no one's also checked the door. I'll check out the dresser. Okay. You check the dresser. And it seems like there was supposed to be something in here. You do find a couple of empty glass vials, some, like, pliers, uh, which one of them does have a teeth stuck in the jaws of it. Hmm. And there is a... Oh, boy, what it... Huh, you know what? I have notes for a reason. And in one of these is a small dagger with a hilt that is clear and opalescent. Can I put it in my pocket? You take the dagger? Yeah. Okay. You have a dagger with a special hilt. Upon inspecting it, you notice that the blade, while sharp on the sides and very sharp at the tip, has got a hole in the tip as well. A very thin hole. And you notice that the bottom of the dagger has got a click button. Okay, I'm gonna click it. You click it and you feel like it's it, it pushes down and you start examining it in different ways. Because when you click it, it does nothing. When you click it and hold it near your hand, you feel air being pulled into the dagger. Give me a knowledge occult. Oh, Give me a knowledge occult roll. This dagger was made to take blood out of somebody. Oh. You would plunge it into them, push down on the button. When you pulled it back, the air pressure would pull blood out of them. So it's like a blood sample dagger. Effectively. Cool. Okay. Could come in handy. Alrighty. So from there, I believe our next person was Mr. Freeman to act. So Freeman, would you like to investigate the body in the corner or the door? Those are the only two things that really haven't been investigated yet. Uh, let's go with the body. So you go over to the body and there's not really much to say about this. Most of your time here is spent getting over to it because you have no real reason to rush it's just a skeleton shackled up you do see a broken dagger similar to what jane has found sitting next to it the hilt is stained red poor fool there's no liquid in it but it's stained red oh yep so then uh, okay from i'll there, take the broken bit of the dagger vivian <laughs> Vivian, would you like Sorry. to investigate the door? Uh, no. There's also really. there's also this dead body down here. Uh, yeah, we'll we'll do the dead body in the shackles. 
Uh, you get a similar description of what Dr. Freeman got. It's just a skeleton shackled up to the wall. Again, most of your time is taken up by just walking over to the body. Which means okay. Xander or Dr. or uh, Xander or Brother Reinhard. Which one of you would like to investigate the door? Xander, I'll leave the door first. to you, my friend. You walk over to it and it's unlocked. Do you cross the threshold? No. Okay, what would you like to do? He is typing. Notice. Go ahead. Don't notice anything out of the ordinary. Besides, like, the friction marks of this door being open against the stone floor. Okie dokie. This is Mr. Xander's, type Mr. Xander's typing again. That's fair. That's fair. Do you cross the threshold now, though? Nothing happens. You're on the other side. Do you progress? Xander tells you guys that there's nothing wrong with this hallway as he's opened the door. I want to, again, I want to clear up for the audience that normally I would not speak for my players. I allow them to, to say what they want and do what they want. I'm only speaking Battle for Ryan an inside job. That, Yeah, right. I only do this for Ryan due to the fact that he is not feeling well. But does anybody else progress with him? Do we all fall out? I guess we'll all, we probably all. Uh, I guess I would. You guys right come there. to a door in the middle of the hallway. It's two large wooden doors. And then at the end of the hallway, you can see torchlight lighting up another room that there's no door to. Do you, would you like to stop at this these two wooden doors or would you like to progress to the next room? Can I like put my ear up against the door? If yeah. I hear uh, you don't hear anything. You don't even need a notice roll. It's pretty quiet down here. Sometimes you hear the offsetting cackling of fire. But besides that, there's nothing around you to disturb you hearing through this door. The door doesn't seem to be locked. Would anybody like to try to go into the room, or would you like to progress to the next room after that? Anybody? Xander, you try to go into the room? We should probably peer into it. At okay. The, at the so, least. you guys are greeted with this. Go ahead and line yourselves up in either the hallway or the room itself. Uh, here you see a desk, and there seems to be a canvas being held up on something. This painting is that of a young woman, and she is holding a book in one hand and a knife in the other. But there's really nothing of note here. Uh, off on this table, you see extra sheets of parchment or tanned animal hide that they would use probably to stretch across a canvas to continue painting. And then here you see what you would think would be an old fashioned wash basin. There are paints on the sides of it representing like that. This is effectively a painter's room. You would assume that the headmaster of like the cult would probably sit in this room. Would you like to progress? Um, is there anything in this desk over here? That is what is a, this? It is a table lined with tanned animal hives hides that you could use to uh like paint on like canvas looks clear to me right so with nothing else to do i would assume progress forward you guys come out of this room and you are now in this area spiders included spiders included they're dead oh thank god <laughs> so yeah. uh you guys you guys see dead spiders you see this figure right here, what looks like a webbed up individual, and then this here. You guys could assume that these are the arachnid demons. These are demons who have spider-esque qualities to them. These ones seem to be almost legitimate spiders, but 
you wouldn't tell you wouldn't be able to really tell an arachnid Wait, demon. I miss the webs. Absolutely not. You're just that's just happened where you be when I moved you here. <laughs> Anybody with a close combat weapon that is a sharp can cut through the webs here to try to get to the door. I mean, I'll I, do have, it. I have my bayonet. That is not sharp. That is pointy. I'll I'll do it. Bayonet's the base. Go ahead and roll me a fighting roll, Jane. Son of a bitch. I'm not even going to have your old damage. Uh, you do cut through the web and have a clear shot to the door. Would you like to progress? Yes. Okie dokie. You guys continue to make your way and you are greeted with this room. Go ahead and put yourselves where you would like to investigate. You have a box here with... So these so these are columns. Sorry, I wanted to make are that clear. there's holes in oh they're columns they're columns yes you have this box here with a letter that this box with an open book and you have a flight of stairs that leads up to another portcullis the fires in this room are are cackling and burning bright um can i investigate one of the fires sure they are burning like... with a with an orangish hue to them which feels for some reason unnatural about them. Can I tell how long they've been burning? Yes. Judging by the wood on the inside, probably about 60 years. Because there is no wood Holy inside. Holy shit. But there's like barely any wood left. Uh, well, there's no wood at all. Oh. There is, however, charcoal stains smeared in there. You have a feeling that magic is maintaining these fires. Okay. Yes. Oh, by the way, this thing here is a hammock. Uh, Xander or Dr. Freeman, which one of you would like to go first? I will go first. What's this letter say, my friend? The letter, you open up the letter and it says, To our esteemed clan leader, we have, we have brought you many sacrifices in the coming days and await our promise to meet the one known as Nine. We would greatly appreciate an answer from you soon. May all that are beneath you understand why you stand above. And may the father of understanding guide us all. Now that can't hold be on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait, 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 wait. Not the father of understanding. I'm I'm wrong. That's from Assassin's Creed. Also another mm -hmm. game I don't know anything from. Oh, may the one below us rise us above all. My apologies. Cool. Well, that can't be good. Xander, the journal you're in dictates the uh, it's it's a diary of a being who is going back and forth and talking about feeding a creature chained to the wall in the next room and he says i have met the great god nine and he has not lived up to my potential sure he protects us but what is the point Bullshit. if we do not use his power is there truly a point to keep him here at all mm. i believe our Bullshit. esteemed leader knows not of what he speaks Relating that to the group, what would it, what would you like to do, Brother Reinhardt? The only thing that hasn't been investigated is this ornate, odd-looking rug and the door. Also What's the this in the middle over yeah. here? It's, it's, a a to the door, it's literally clearly. a hammock. You go you go investigate the door? Yeah, why would I check out a rug? Door's open. There could be something under the rug. Jane, the would rug. you like to check the rug? Yes. You pull away the rug and you find a strange looking symbol etched and burned into the floor it is demonic runes 
I need a knowledge occult to see if you understand them. Come on, come on, come on. Something about mm -hmm. summoning, but you you can't complete all of it. I'm gonna tell this to the party. So this looks similar to the circle that Vivian found in the library on the light switch. Interesting. Uncle Does Rogers. anyone else have knowledge occult that could maybe? I think you all do, actually. Try and see not. If you can decipher it. I'll roll it. I'll accept anybody who has knowledge occult. Nine. Okay. I think Brother Reinhardt, do you want to roll? Why would I roll? Okay. So, Dr. Freeman, this is a summoning circle that seems to be summoning a greater being, but there's modifications to it. You see the word chain, C-H-A-I-N, included in there. Yeah. But besides that, nothing out of the ordinary. Uh, Brother Reinhardt does inform everybody that the door is unlocked and opened. Would you like to progress? Yes, I do. Press what? I said progress. progress. Oh, sorry. I thought I heard press. Regrets me? Never. Okay, <laughs> that sounds like a yes. A, a thumbs up from everyone? Yeah. Alrighty. Y'all got a little punked. You progress down these hallways and well, you are greeted I mean, by this room. Yeah. Ooh. What's that guy in the middle there? That is a wrapped up being and the tarp he's wrapped in is soaked in blood. Ooh, how recent is the blood? Oh, it's dried as hell. Okay. Yeah. There is a large demonic bullhead here at the end. There is a there is a vat of some kind of red liquid here. And this looks to be almost like a sacrificial altar. Uh, put yourself what in front are, of what you would like to investigate. Are those like target practice dummies? Uh, I don't know. Approach I guess there's find blood out. pool here. Uh, Vivian did approach one to see what it is. Xander approached one to see what it is. Uh, so Jane, where would you like to investigate? Look at this one. Okay. So you guys go up to these... I'm going to start with the scarecrow-like things. Then I'll move to the altar and the, the demon's head. So think about what you want to do I in that time. Can I attach my bayonet to my rifle and poke it? <laughs> oh, you don't need to. When you get close enough, you hear a thump 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 <gasps> And all three of you hear that. Jane, Xander, and Vivian. As you approach these, you hear thump 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 So it has a heartbeat. Thump -thump. Yes, it does. Can I still poke it with my bayonet? Do you? I'm gonna back up just a little bit. I'm, no, I'm like I want to like back up and kind of like. <laughs> oh, your bayonet's melee ranged. Oh fuck! Even on my rifle. Your you think your gun is five feet long? I mean, it might be. It is not. That'd be longer than you. You'd have to be here work. to stab it with a bayonet. Oh uh, no, then I'm not gonna do that. Okie dokie. So I will say before the two, before the three of you back up, Doctor Freeman, as you approach this thing on the on the dais, effectively, yeah. you hear you hear thump 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 thump, and as they Not like that, and as they approach the 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 other the four beings in the in the corners, it goes thump 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 thump. Thump 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 thump. It gets louder and stronger. 
Okay. And then for Brother Reinhardt, you approach this demonic-looking bullhead. And sitting below it is a that of a red liquid. And upon examining it, you can tell that it is blood. Yeah, but I figured. And that's never yeah. a good thing. So go ahead and roll me a knowledge occult roll. All right. Let me give me a second here. No problem. Knowledge occult. Where is that? Would that just be arcane background? Oh, no, it'd be you... occult. Yes. Sorry. It, it is an occult roll. So you thought uh, think about back to the books you saw in the other room and you're like, oh, we have to make a sacrifice in order to progress here. And you have a feeling that this. Uh, so give me a, one more occult roll to see if you could tell what kind of demon head you're looking at. Okay, will do. You are looking at a bilus demon. A bilus demon is a bull demon that normally wants something or someone specific. You have a feeling, judging upon what your friends are, your teammates are saying around you, that one of these heartbeats means something specific. Huh. Would you guys like to approach the creatures again? No? Xander does not want to reapproach. I never backed away. So when they do, there is no pulsing. There, you don't hear a thump at all. It was getting, it it was going thump 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 while they were approaching it, and then as they got closer, thump 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 thump. Um. I'll take a smarts roll from. Let's try Jane, Brother Reinhard, and Vivian. No. Doctor Freeman. Sorry. I'll take a smarts roll from all of you. Uh, smarts? Smarts. Five. Four. Okay. All of you put your heads together, because actually none of you failed. Way to go, guys. So, <laughs> you guys put your heads together, and judging from what Dr. Freeman read in the tome, what Xander, examin uh, Xander examined some notes on the desk, Brother Reinhard, Jane, and Vivian reading some of the books... You guys can tell that when a demon wants something specific, there is a way to tell. And you have a feeling that approaching these four creatures may help highlight what this and this want. What do you want from me? On that note, do you guys approach the the four statue the, the four things in the corners together? I want to go back for sure. Okay. I so you re stay near the center one. Yep. Can I tell what it's made out of? Or to the best of your knowledge, straw and hay. Xander, do you reapproach? Xander steps back up. Vivian, would you like to reapproach? Uh yeah. Brother Reinhard, would you like to approach this one in the corner? Uh -oh. Eh sure, why the hell not? So, with you guys standing in the correct places, you all hear thump, 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 thump. Dr. Freeman, the, the thumping you were hearing starts to slow down until eventually you hear thump, thump, thump. And Xander's, where Xander's heart should be starts to glow red. The demon wants Xander. It's been nice knowing you, friend. Which but, means, uh... which means... You guys may have to make a sacrifice here. 
Nope. Won't do it. Xander, are you willing to sacrifice yourself for this? If I see you move in that general direction. Um, can I make a phone call to... What's his face? Derek? Derek, Derek yes. Okay. Yeah, I was just about to suggest Would you like to it. call Derek, Katie, Zulfa, or Winston? Maybe we'll go Katie. Okay. So you call Katie and explain the situation. And she is going to take a knowledge occult role. She got a raise, so she she goes. I'm not sure. It does sound like would a blood sacrifice work? Most likely. So she says it sounds like you may need to get him at least on the altar and see what can be done. Jane has the dagger. Stab me. Okay, do you do you proceed to get on the altar? Oh my god, just prick your finger like a person with diabetes. <laughs> Xander, do you get onto the altar? You can just give me a thumbs up. Oh, he does. Wow. So, you you get onto the altar, and as you approach, a spot opens up next to where the wrapped up body is for you to lay down on. And you lay hey. down on it. Jane, you stand over top of him. And you pull up the dagger, and you're like, am I really going to do this? And I need a fear check from you, Jane. Okay. Yep, give me that Give me that fear check. It's at the top, right? Yep, oh, wait. It, should be the, the, it should be like the scared emoji face. You are able to do it. You take the dagger, and you go... <sighs> and as you go to stab, just before you would make contact with Xander, blood starts pouring out of the Bayless's mouth. It may not be soon enough for you to stop the stab. So what I need is an agility check from you. You stop yourself just in time, and you guys hear a thunk as the door unlocks on the other end. Oh, thank God. No. I'm not going to lie to you. If she did, if she failed that roll, Xander, it was an automatic wound. So do you you guys progress on until you are greeted with this room? It's full of blood. So we're going to skip the important part up here. There is a demon chained to the wall. He is a Canaan demon, which is generally a sickly looking beast. And as he's chained to the wall, you notice that the summoning circle that you guys found under the rug is burned into his chest. And as you guys wade through this blood, he goes, I haven't seen beings in this long. Come closer. I have a deal. Who would like to approach him and talk to him? I don't make deals with the undead. And I'm a uh, priest, so no. Uh, Vivian, Jane, do either of you approach to talk to him? Can I talk to him from where I'm standing? Yeah, you can try. I'm sweating like a sinner in church. Oh, boy. So, Jane, he says, I can smell you. The youngest of them. Good girl. That's not creepy and predatory. Uh, He is a demon with a strong nose. He's effectively a canine. So, he says, I will answer any questions you have. Do anything you ask. Under one of two conditions. What's that? 
Free me or kill me. But either way, break that circle. And he, and he, with it, even with his hands chained, he gestures to the pentagram that is in the middle of the room. How old is the blood on the floor? Oh, sweetheart, it's fresh. Oh. You guys are wading through at least an inch worth of blood right now. Xander says he's all for killing him. I, as soon as he says kill me, I'm just kind of like ball of fist and walk towards him nicely. Do you But not? why? Why because... do you want us to kill you? Because I've been bound to this realm for a thousand years. Ever since that traitor, the Dark Knight, walked this plane, I just want to go home. I've already been taunted by the one called Magnus. Who's Magnus? In the... Oh, he goes... Sorry. In translations, you would know him as the Broker. Oh. Thanks for the true name, jackass. <laughs> I can tell you where he is. Just free me from this mortal coil. A fighting roll. Oh, you do not need a fighting roll. You walk up to him, you hold a fist to his face, and he says, Before you land that blow, Know that if you kill me and do not break that circle, I will hunt you. How do we break the circle? Destroy it any way you see fit. Ready to... Wait, no question. what? Any way you see fit. Well... Yes. Dumb question. Yep. He says he'll do anything for us. Yes. So long as we he dies. He dies or you free him, i.e. you break his chains. Okay, guys, dumb question. But what if we sure, ask him sure. to kill himself? That's that's chained up, know. he can't. But what if we A did? bit inconvenienced at the moment. You then we'd risk having to free him and him possibly attack us. He's completing a deal tomorrow night in a dark alley in Louisiana. And he, as you approach him, Dr. Freeman, he lashes out his tongue, which is about two feet long. I'm unfazed. And you know the coordinates in your brain as to where this is taking place. However, you need the blood of a greater demon to reveal the spot. Take mine. I have no use for it. I'm going to take the dagger and stab him with it. You stick him with and collect it. Collect his blood. Yeah, you stick him with it and you drain it from him. It's in, the, it's in the handle of the dagger. Make sure you get enough to share with the class, Julie. So you stab him, you take the blood, and he goes, Now kill me and destroy that circle. Or free me. I would be appreciative of being freed. Well, I don't think our boss would appreciate if we would free you. I'm assuming. For creatures who cry so much of freedom, you are never to grant one their own. It's a double-edged sword. Wouldn't you go home either way? I would, but I'm kind of fond of this body. To find a new one would be such a waste. Dr. Freeman, you can tell from how close you are that the chains that are holding him to the wall are rusted and decrepit. If he really had any strength, 
he could break them with no problem. But hmm. it's all your choice. Do you kill him and do you break the circle? Or do you free if him and break the him. circle? Should we get a consensus from Derek? Xander, ready at the circle. As I kind of like clench my fist harder. You deliver two good punches to him. Because it, sound, it sounds like Dr. Freeman's just taking the action. I, 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 am, I am waiting for uh, Xander to like get in position to like break the circle the moment I punch through him. Well, like, there's, um, there's like, there's a, it's a pentagram, so couldn't we just like mess up? Yeah, scratch, the... yeah. Why would you punch it? No, I'm punching him. I need, I can't punch, I can't do both at the same time. So, well, I mean, I guess I could break the circle. So I will say this. You guys, so it sounds like you guys decide to kill him and destroy the circle, correct? Correct, Amundo. Yeah, I okay. think so. Yeah. So you do that. He's tied up here for a reason, so he probably he deserves probably whatever he did. Killed. Oh, he did not. We can get into that story afterwards. Wait, uh, what? So you guys, you guys. Uh, I will tell you after. The, I will tell you that after the session why nine is here. Um. That and by the way, this is nine. Hi, Nine. So, uh, N-E-I-N. Like, German. Nine. So, nine. you kill him, and you guys defecate the circle. Defecate? Desecrate the circle. Desecrate. Mm -hmm. Desecrate the pentagram in some way. And when you break it, a portal opens up, and you watch as a spirit that looks like the beast that was in front of you flies through it, and when it does, the portal reshuts. But you guys know where to go. So... We're not going to waste any time. You guys we call into you guys call into Derek when you finally get service and say, "Hey, we know where he's going to be, and we need to go there quickly." So you jump on a plane and you fly to Louisiana in very short time, and you get to the back alley where he's supposed to be. And oh, you take I the thought blood. we were going to fight nine. I was like the big baddie. No, 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 no. And you splash the blood as you do. You are greeted with two people and this scenery. Go ahead and set your guys' models up somewhere within this area, in the front half of the alley. When you splash the blood, it reveals a doorway. And, this, and in this doorway, you see a deal going on between two people. A well-dressed gentleman with a fedora and a dress and a dress coat with a black button-down shirt and tattered jeans. And he's wearing Converse's. Holding my uh, person. Oh, I could spawn you. So, holding between the two gentlemen is a crystal in one gentleman's hand, who's on the ground crying, and the other one, who's well dressed, is the is the gentleman handing over the crystal. And as the five of you walk in, he eyes you up and immediately slinks behind the gentleman on the ground, and he stands up and he goes, "Now, now, Brian." Look who we have here. We have an audience for this wonderful deal that you and I have completed. Aren't you the most satisfied creature ever on this plane of existence? Now, Brian, tell them what you wanted. And the gentleman threw his tears. Brian's a pretty nondescript 30-ish year old male. He's got dirty blonde hair. He seems to be of like normal weight and has no real remarkable figures. But the the gentleman you guys are pretty sure you're looking for, because he is the same one from the video you saw in Missouri, he is standing behind Brian. He's using him effectively as a shield. And Brian is holding this crystal in his hand. 
And he's and Brian goes, I just, I just wanted to be out of debt. I, I just wanted to be out of debt. I didn't want to lose my wife and kids. And as he's crying through his tears, the the gentleman sitting behind him goes, no, 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 no. I can tell it for you. So choose. See, see, Brian here had a terrible, terrible case of gambling issues, so to speak. And he got in way too deep with a loan shark. So he approached me. He said, make my problems go away and I can do whatever you want. That's always my end of the deal. I can do anything you need me to do. But you always got to do something for me in return. Now, deep down, we all know we have those earthly desires that need to be fulfilled. Either by money, by pleasure, by the sheer rush of adrenaline, or by exacting vengeance on those who have scarred you. <laughs> now, now, kids. I could call you kids, right? You're all a lot younger than I am. I'm pretty sure you know who I am, so allow me to introduce myself. He tips his fedora off to him. He goes, you could call me the broker. And he tips his hat back on. He is black orbular cat. Uh, he is black Corona to his eyes and yellow cat like eyes. He's very gaunt, emaciated. His skin so tight against his bone that you can almost see the exact out shape of his skeleton. But he's very, very pale and he looks almost decrepit in his state and he says now whenever i make a deal i do say that those deals and he puts his hand behind brian's and he goes need to be completed now please don't make me do it myself brian ah and he tilts his head back i hate completing it myself yes vivian I wanted to say one thing in response to us, uh, for him calling us children. Go ahead. Oh, bless your heart, thinking we're children. That's funny. Oh. You're you're so stuck up. You're higher than a light pole. Oh dear, 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 Miss Vivi, I believe your name is. I could care less, but that is your children because you think you're playing an adult's game, but all you're playing is a game of chess where you have no queen or king. Sure. Are y'all good? Yeah, we're good. What is this man's life worth to the five of you? And Brian just has a pure look of terror in his face. I'm just going to yell a whole lot more than yours. Mmm, that's very, very rude, Miss Con Artist, I believe your name is. Mm. Oh, what about you, Dr. Seymour Skinner, whatever your name is? Oh, but don't worry, I know exactly who you are, Brother Reinhardt. The priests and those of the church are always well known in my world. We despise your kind. You leak that holy juice that you per you pertain as to your savior. Gross. He was never real. Never say that like that again. That's, that's <laughs> gross. <laughs> <laughs> to think you have any sway over me. Well, now, children, 
I'll best be on my way. I'll let you try to convince Brian not to use the thing he I told him he has to. Why, you don't want to give us some sugar? Hmm. Or vice versa. Oh, I love the fire in you. Too bad you're gonna die. You just sped up his death. He takes Brian's hand and he shoves the crystal into his chest. And as he pushes Brian towards you guys, you watch as he takes off back down the alley. Do we run after him? No, because I'm pretty sure it's the boss fight. You guys watch as Brian starts to convulse and shift and his body starts to expand in multiple directions. He starts, you guys start watching his bones start ripping through his flesh and this demonic entity that he wants to become seems to have wings but they do not actually come out of him the way they're supposed to instead bones rip out in the sen in the form of wings and hang behind him he starts changing color his skin starts turning from his almost pinkish tone that he has to himself to a very pale white and he starts crying please kill me as his skin oh, expands and explodes off of him, he starts leaking a black ichor. He becomes burly, and fluids of odd and all sorts of different colors start leaking from different parts of his body. I wouldn't get one knowledge occult roll before you guys are greeted by this. You know what that reminds me of? The curses in Jujutsu Kaisen. When they like turn into a curse. Yes. Yeah, I can. I can. Oh, wait, I can kind of understand. Does that count for? Okay. Oh yeah, it does. I can take a knowledge occult roll from anyone. Uh, Jane, you tried. Xander, you also failed. Zero. <laughs> uh, Doctor Freeman. Okay. And Brother Reinhard. Oh, you actually want me to try? Yeah, everyone can take a knowledge occult roll here. Uh, okay. Why not? I don't well, know. Uh, but apparently uh, do I just, do I just, to do stuff. Do I just roll a colt? Just roll a colt. So I I would say that rolling one on the skill die and then exploding on your wild die is it it's on the tip of your tongue. It's it's one of those things <laughs> where it's the greatest it's the greatest and worst insult ever. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, Dr. Reinhardt starts to shudder with fear. As brother. he tells you, I'm sorry, Brother Reinhardt starts to shudder with fear as he tells you, this is called a right demon, R-Y-T-E. They are known for using their bones as weapons, and they are Another hard word. creatures to put down. Ouch. Everyone has been dealt initiative. Get ready for your fight against a right demon, Brian, which sounds really anticlimactic, but I promise no. you. Is my magazine still smited? Nope. Oh. Uh, the only action I'm allowing you guys to take, take at the beginning of this is the fact that you got to draw weapons. I can't Let's smite my weapon. Let's start this off with who, anyone have an ace? Oh, you guys watch as he grabs one tip of his arm and rips a bone out of it. And he's now holding it like a sword. All right. I have an ace. You have an ace? Dr. Freeman, you're first. I'm not smited right now. You are not. Uh, but, you know, well, let's, let's fix that. Smite myself. You are smited. And, you ignite uh, in that familiar red glow. 
but it starts to take on accents of black to it, like dark black, jet black almost. Let's uh, then, also grab aggro. And then you can punch him. All right, that was ace. Does anybody have a king? Queen. Mr. Ryan does. The right demon is up. Let me see. He is actually going to... He actually gets... He's going to take multi-action here. So the first thing he's going to do is he's going to take his multi-action. The first thing he's going to do is he's going to swing that bone-like sword at uh, Dr. Seymour Freeman. Roll a five, please. Listen, we can talk about this. He got an 11. I mean, that hits with a raise. Strength. What does the weapon do? Okay. So he rolls this. So this attack is AP minus one. Okay. Am I feeling it now, Mr. Krabs? 29 AP one. Also, I will soak 10 of that, bringing it down to 19. He takes this large bone-like blade and starts to try to ram it into you. So, Carol, don't fail me now. By the way, for you guys doing so well in the dungeon, I apologize. I am awarding you a Benny each. I'll use it right now to reduce it by five, bringing it down to 14, which I think still has me dang. Yes, it does. Would you like to re-roll that? I don't have another choice. <laughs> These things hit real hard. Real flipping hard. Apparently... You reduce it by That's... five. Uh, okay. So I, have again. I will say there is something, there is something special about this. You take two wounds and are shaken instead. But Ow. you get pushed back five feet, and yeah. So you auto, so you do not take the full three wounds. Oh. You take, you take two wounds and are automatically stunned. You also take the bone sword with you. While you still, you have to use an action to pull it out of you. While it is in you, you are half pace. Okay. Then the final attack he's going to do is he's going to take a shooting roll, which is going to be at minuses. And he's going to attempt to spit Icker on you three. Well, that helps. He will just hit you with Icker. So you're each going to take 2d6 damage. Wait, when you say who each, what do you mean? Vivian, Brother Reinhard, and Xander. I'm taking how much damage? Six damage. Six All right, damage? that doesn't do much to me. Yeah, nope. Wait, on there. including me or? No, no, no. He spit on, he spit on these three here. Alrighty. Oh that was him at Queen. Jack. Ten. Me. Vivian, you're up. He just spit Icker on you. Yeah. Apparently, um, would I know that, like, even though he, like, rips bones out of himself, does he still have, like, flesh and blood? Yep. Okay, then I will smite my new weapon. Alrighty, go ahead and roll me a, roll me a weird science roll. Yeah. Um... <laughs> I love that. Hey. Goes oh, off. I you get a, it was, uh, You get a plus two to your damage. Okay. So Jane is next. I'm going to cast Beast Friend. Beast Friend. 
Uh, go ahead and roll. The uh, Roll your demonic power roll. There we are. Oh, a one on the die. That is unfortunate. So the drawback of rolling a one on the die for demonic power means you are not able to use your demonic power for a full another turn. So you cannot try to use your demonic powers next turn. But besides that, you are unharmed. Would you like to do anything else? All righty. We have next after that, after Jane would probably be either Ryan. Oh, Xander Callahan, you're up. I assume you're shooting him. Go ahead, take a shot. Called shot head. Hmm. All right. This should be interesting. See what you got. <laughs> that is a hit in the head yes! headshot. <laughs> That, however, is not his weak point. Oh, no. You will, however, still get the full stacks of damage. Go ahead and roll damage. The xenomorph, cut off the limb. I mean, working on it. Necromorph. You get to roll that bonus damage. Oof. Oof. Oof, you're not too whack as bonkers. <laughs> he is going to soak that. It is a bones day for Xander. He will re-roll that. He takes it down. He takes it down to a shaken. Ooh. You gotta imagine this thing's pretty tough. (laughs) But you fire a shot, and he has two... He he does not have any bones for for a sword yet. You watch his bones start to come out of his arms that he's about to grab onto, and your bullet just tears through them. And he just looks at you with hatred as his eyes go from the normal blue color that Brian had to a burning red of the actual demon inside. From that, we have got Brother Reinhard next. Yeah, Rutro is definitely true. He <laughs> may be coming after you. All right, now, I rolled pretty high in my knowledge. Would I know exactly how to hurt him? You would know that probably to hit the crystal that's in his chest. Do you relay that to the group? Yes. Now that it's my turn. So you watch as Xander lands a headshot against this thing, and normally that would be a good call, but this isn't actually the right demon. This is a human made into a right demon. So you you relay to the group to... I would be like, finger up, like... Eh. Am actually... No, I would be like, eh, we wouldn't want to do that. So go ahead and do what you're going to do. You know that the crystal in his chest is the weak point. His chest is lit up a bright uh, blue. Well, you know what I'm doing. Go ahead. Bolt. Bolt. Yep. Bolt. You cast in it. If you do two power points, the bolt does 3d6 damage automatically. Would you like to do spend two points for it? Nah, I'm good. Goes off. Roll me 2d6. Oh, wait a minute. Was that a called shot to the crystal? Yeah. Then you missed. What? Yeah, it's it's at a negative if it's a called shot. Fine. Can I use a Benny? Absolutely. Okay. Benny it is. I did worse. Yes, you did. I did worse. (laughs) Alrighty. So then we are up to... That's it, actually. 
You you basically see the, like Brother Reinhardt go hit the crystal. Pew. Wow, I missed. <laughs> hit the crystal. Unlike me, who did not hit the crystal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I got bad aim. Y'all should have brand new cards. Let's see what we. Oh, it's about damn time. He's going first with a Joker. Damn, I had a king. Y'all lucky hey, that so he needs... it's been a lovely game, everybody. He walks up to the three of you to engage all three of you in combat. But as he's walking towards you, you guys watch as he rips a bone out of his arm. And when he does this, he shudders. He's like... And as he steps I guess forward... he won't be needing this one back then. Yeah, right. He he rips the bone out, but unfortunately, that is his turn. He's a waste on a fucking bone. Okay. I'm okay. I'm fine. I'm fine. The key pulled a real boner. Okay, <laughs> I have an eight. Does that mean I? Uh, go? Who? Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, so that was so. Ace, I have a king. King. Yeah. No, Ace goes. Doesn't Ace go first? Yeah, that was. Wait, does Jane have an eight or an ace? Ace of heart. Oh, okay. ace of heart. You're up first. Oh, I heard eight. I heard eight too. Sorry. Can I go up to this thing? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Stab it in the chest where the crystal is with my katana. Absolutely. One, two, three, four, five. Yep, you're all good. Like directly into the crystal. Yep. It's and I want to try and like pop it out. So Do we get gang up bonuses. Like I want to like dig up inside it, like under it, and try and like pull so, it out. Yep. You can definitely try that. It is a minus two called shot. So and but because you're doing a fighting roll, you do still need to beat his parry in order to do it. So you're rolling your fighting roll, taking a minus two, and trying to beat his parry. Okay, hit. So the problem is with the way that his skin is positioned where the crystal should be, you can't exactly get in to dig it out, but you can just hit where it is. You don't think you can save him at this point. You may as well just try to kill him. But you hit, roll me damage roll. You got, uh, did you get a raise? Did you get a raise? You... You did get a raise. No, you did not with a minus two. Is there a gang up bonus? Not on him. What? So I click fighting again for damage. So go ahead and roll the damage roll and you're going to add plus four to the damage roll. Oh, just uh, just click roll damage. Where's that? It's right underneath the katana. Yep. And we'll add plus four for that. So on a 14, that is enough to shake him. He's not a bit broken up about that, buddy. You cut into him, leaving a huge gash in his chest. And he stumbles a little bit backwards. And he seems furious. But, uh, so, yeah. He did. Sh- he, 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 sh- he shook himself, and then you shook him. Mm-hmm. So that is a wound. Nice. Alrighty. So that was Ace King. Me. Go ahead. Get him. 
Wait, uh, king of what? What, you have a king? King of what? I have the uh, king of... What's the thing that looks like a heart, but with a... Oh, thank you. It's spade? Yeah, spade. Okay, king you're of... first. Alright. King of diamonds I'm bolt, over I'm here. bolting the... I'm, you know, bolting the gem. You're bolting him? Okay, minus two to the roll. But, uh... Am I allowed to step back away from him? Yeah, but he's gonna get an attack roll against peril. you. Yeah, well, then never fucking mind. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, roll that, roll that bolt roll. Hooey! That goes off. You hit him. You hit him in the crystal spot. So you're gonna add. You're gonna just roll your normal two d six, but you'll add four to the roll. So just roll damage. So just roll damage. So nine plus four is thirteen. That is not enough to hurt him. Oof. Wait, what? Fourteen was enough to shake him. Like what? Oh. You matched what he had. Oof. So oh, I did nothing. Unfortunately, not. And I do not let zeros. Can't. I do not let zeros shake you. So zeros do not shake my people. Fine. So. You hit him in the chest and he stumbles a little bit, but he holds his footing. Uh, then we are up to... So then it would be Dr. Freeman with a king. I'm going to pull the sword out. Will that wound me? No, you're already wounded. I'm going to pull the sword out. Am I allowed to wield it? Or is it a bit unwieldy for my size? It would be two-handed for you. And it would also be an improvised weapon. And then I will throw it aside. Okay. Would you like to make an attack? Uh, yes, I would. Go ahead. Let's hit him in the chesticle. <laughs> You're doing a cold no gang shot up to bonus? the chest? Nope. Oh, well, that's a zero. Actually, that's a negative two. Uh, no, it's just a zero. I am wounded, sir. Yeah. Oh, no, I know. Your your two drops it to a four, and the and then the minus two for the called shot. Actually, drops it to a two. You're fine. So anyway, okay, you do not hit him. So then that sounds like, uh, so let's see, Jane is gone. So Vivian or Xander, who's up? Xander, you're up. I'm last. I drew a two. It's a no bones day for me. Okay. Call shots the weak point. Got it. Go for it. Minus two is a four. That is a hit. Lucky, lucky, lucky. Plus four is ten. No go. Mm. Vivian. Use up. Did you smite on your turn? I did. My last turn, I did. Got it. So you're all smited up and ready to go. Um, excuse me. Sorry, I'm... Mama's requesting attention. You're making Storm your brain. way downtown. Walking fast. Getting blast in the ass now. <laughs> getting lost so, in the storm. Yeah, we're going to use my... Um, Winchester. I'm going to call a shot to the... Bless this bitch. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, so normally you would not be allowed to use a rifle in close combat. He's big enough that you can. Big. Okay. Yeah. Um, Xander so... cannot, but but Vivian can. Are you calling a shot to his weak point? Yeah. I, yep. Hey, that's a hit in a goddamn race. That is a hit and... Yes. Five. That is a hit in five raises. Kill him. So go that ahead and roll wreck. damage. I'm gonna be so that fucking wreck. pissed. Whoa. 
And then I get the bonus damage? Roll bonus damage, yes. Nice. Roll bonus damage again. Roll bonus damage two more times. Come on, explode. Come on. Come on. Mm. And then one more time? Nope, that's it. 25. 25. And then plus the smite. So 29 points of damage. Yeah, he's going to fucking soak. Nice. I don't know how that happened. Nice. That was awesome. Benny to re-roll that. I am once again sweating like a sinner in church, baby. (laughs) I'm on it. It was 29? Mm Mm-hmm. You blast a hole open right through him. Right through Mm. that weak part. You still cannot see the crystal, and he is still standing. Oh, he rolled. So he rolled high enough to drop it to a wound. Oh, four points exactly. Oh, feels bad. Oh fuck! No, it's five points. You shook him too. Yes. Son of a bitch. All right, <laughs> that was Vivian. I'm gonna do you guys brand new cards. Nice job. Save the best for last. Duh. That's why I'm here, baby. <laughs> I forgot to add in the plus two for your smite. So he, yeah. oh, no, it's, still, it's still just a shaken because it would go from five okay. to seven. It, it would need to be eight to do that. I, yeah, I literally said, hey, by the way, don't forget to add the smite. I, I did. We're good. Okay. You guys should have brand new cards. He's mm-hmm. going to draw. All right. Okay. Uh, oh, he's got to unshake. What is his spirit? Okay. That's not too bad. Oh, he's Gucci. All righty. Highest card on your side. Uh, Xander. What do you got? Ace? A queen. Queen of what? Uh, spade? Spade. You're first! (laughs) He's a queen of diamonds! Ah! Uh Uh-oh. Call shot to the weak point or just gonna hit him? Okay. Call shot to the weak point. Minus two. Oh, Benny. Got it. Go for it. A four does hit. He gets his turn. He is going to spit bile on all of you. Isn't he shaken? I shook. Yeah. He got every single one of you with a hit and a raise. God damn it. So, Dr. Freeman... Dr. Freeman, six damage, AP nothing. Uh, I soak it all. Brother Reinhardt, ten damage, AP nothing. Oh, my thing is nine. Jane. Does that mean I take a wound? No, No, you got shaken. Shaken. Jane, 14 AP nothing. Vivian. So what do I do? I'm shaken. Uh, your toughness is eight, so you actually have a wound and shaken if you don't soak. I will soak. Well, this seems thematically appropriate for what just happened to him. Vivian? Yeah. Uh Uh-oh. I don't like that. 33 AP nothing. Are you fucking kidding me? Woo! Wow! Um, yeah, we're gonna, uh... We're gonna spend a couple of bunnies. Xander. Oh, God. Wow. Oh, God. 
It was just acid. It was only a kiss. How did it end up like, like this? this. Xander, a- 24, AP nothing. <laughs> he was just like, you two assholes, bless me. Yeah, apparently. Woohoo! Boy's angry. He told us to kill you. Vivian, you take Brother, it down I am to... working on it. Vivian, you're going to take the full three wounds and drop. Why? What? I'm, I can spend more bennies, right? Yeah, you can. You have got what? two left. Okay, so 13 drops it down to 20. What is your toughness? Outside ten. the parentheses. 10. So that's 10. So that's two wounds and a shaken. I think oh. that's the best you're going to do. Luckily, you're next to a man with a healing kit. Xander, it sounds like you probably need to reroll too. Question: Did I, I did I still take a wound after my soak? Your soak roll was a five, so you took one damage. So you're just shaken. You're just okay. shaken, so that's fine. Oh and realistically, when it comes to your turn, you can just spend a Benny to shake for free and just act. All right. Uh, the okay, okay. No, not a problem. Oh boy, last Benny to oh reroll. So I three will. knocks it down to twenty-one. Your toughness is ten as well. Eleven, nine. Okay, so you would knock it down to twenty-one. Nine knocks it down to eleven. That's two wounds and shaken. Do you want to try for oh. one more reroll? All right, go ahead and reroll. Knocks it down to a 10. Still two wounds and shaken. Alrighty. Yeah, I would have just... So! Soaked more instead of re-rolling. That, that was his turn. Xander, I'm going to give you that Benny back because realistically, you took the same result either way and at least if you use the Benny on your turn, you can just shake. Uh, you can just shake completely. Yeah. So, that was Queen of Diamonds. The rest of you are up after that. It's me. Go ahead. You are shaken, my dear. Yeah, I know. Roll to shake. Eight. Oh, you're so lucky. Go ahead. What are you doing? Why am I so lucky? Because if you w- if you had rolled a if you had rolled a one on that d4, you'd have failed. Oh. Oof. Um. So I can act, right? You can act. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to go by the rules that are in the game because uh, normally, originally, you needed a raise to act on the Shaken, but it says it says Vivian Ross can now act. So, mm. go ahead. Which um, means we might switch up the rules come session four and zeros will start shaking. If you negate no. it completely, nothing, but if you drop it to zero exactly, then it's a Shaken. So, I don't want to call a shot to the chest because I'm at... A minus two. Not a problem. Just go ahead and roll right the shooting roll then. But my bullets are still smited. Yep, smited. you got you got one round of them still on the plus two. Uh, so and then on your next turn, you can just spend a point to keep it going, or oh. you can attempt to cast it again. But that would you use your turn. Okay. Go ahead. Um, That's a hit. That's good. Unfortunately, six doesn't do anything. All right, who's up after Vivian? I'm I'm just going to cry. It's fine. What was Vivian's number? Uh, Jack. Jack, so ten. Okay, then this will be a while before me. So ten, nine. I got a four. Eight. 
seven. I have seven. Got it. Go ahead. Um, I'm going to try. Jane, are you shaking? Yeah, I have done shake. Okay. Or do you just want to spend your last Benny to shake? Um, I guess. Okay. So you spent your last Benny. You've shaken, but you may go ahead and just try to slice and dice this guy. Yeah. Are you just gonna swing at him and not at his not at his core? I'm gonna swing at the core. How many wounds are you down? Are you not down any? Um, I don't have any wounds. Ooh, all right. Go ahead. Minus two. Fighting, right? Yes. Oh, click off unshaken. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry. Click off shaken. Oops. No, I didn't mean to click that. You're, you're good. You're good. So a nine with the minus two drops to a seven. That is a hit in the core. Go ahead and roll me damage. Okay. I have no bennies left. He's shaken. All right. So that was... That was seven, six, five, four. I believe it was Cody. Five. Oh, never mind. Dr. Freeman's out of five. Let me... I'm gonna... This is gonna sound crazy. But I'm gonna try punching him again. Go ahead. Are you punching him in the core? Yeah. Go ahead. Nope, still. Nope. Would you like to throw your second fist? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Second fist. (laughs) Oof. Actually zero. Alrighty. I can't use Benny's to to heal my wounds. Brother Reinhard, you are last. Can you show this demon what for? Black Shell's gonna heal Vivian. You're going to heal Vivian? Go yeah, roll me a healing roll. You are minus down. You are minus whatever your wounds are plus whatever her wounds are. I don't have any wounds. Cool. You are minus 2 to the roll at least for Vivian's wounds. Cuz she cause look, I ain't been hitting for shit. She has been, but she's almost incredibly hurt. Dash. That's fair. And I got a first aid. Roll me, roll me that healing roll. A one on the skill check means failure. Damn it! You have two bennies left. Would you like to use one and re-roll that? Yeah, I'll use one. Go ahead. Hey. <laughs> Jane, you are healed two wounds. I'm sorry, Vivian, right. you were healed two wounds. Oh, right, uh, what's, what's this line from Crisis that I'm going to say? What? <laughs> uh, no time for dying. Get your ass back in the fight. <laughs> <laughs> so that was Brother Reinhard last, which means you all need initiatives. Oh, boy. This is a fun fight, isn't it? I feel the power of Jesus. I'm no longer sweating. Like a yeah. sinner. <laughs> you can just assume Brother Reinhard did some sort of a, oh, Lord. <laughs> it was more like an oh lord I didn't know you were religious right now I'm not oh lord this thing's strong kill it <laughs> alrighty you've all been dealt initiatives does anyone have an ace no king queen ten got a jack oh jack oh yeah I skipped jack my bad jack yeah it's like hey, wait a minute <laughs> All right, you Wait, and now I make up for last turn by actually attacking. Do you want to do bolt at three d six instead? 
Sure, why not? Alrighty, that spends you two power points. And are you hitting his core? Right. I'm calling it his core, but you guys know what I mean. His weak point. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead Do and I roll. Do I click spellcasting? Yes, indeedy. Let's see it. That is a hit. Roll and, me uh, 3d6 damage. Now, how do I do that? So you, so on the side, there is a thing that looks like a d20. You can go to where it says d6 and click the 3, and it'll roll 3d6 for you. I don't see the d20. Damn, you really about to rock On the left-hand menu. There, the there's left that left-hand hand bar. Right above the question mark. Right above the question, question mark. mark. Yeah, there should be a question mark. Okay, there's is there a just a write-in I can do real quick? Uh, uh, slash R space 3D6. Is that... There... Yep. There we go. Unfortunately, that doesn't do anything. Mm. Damn. Oof. Oof. And I can't even use my last penny. So that was a jack 10. Me? Oh, I'm a 9. I lied. Oh, that is really unfortunate. Because he is taking a swing at Brother Reinhard. What? what He's taking you? a swing at Brother Reinhard. And I have a nine of spades. I have a ten of diamond. Oh, oof. His number's higher than yours. Oh, I thought you had a nine. Never mind. I lied. Hey, God is does out. a five hit you? <laughs> no. What is your parry? I think that's a five. I think my parry is a five. If it's a five, you are the luckiest son of a bitch alive. It is a five. You're the luckiest <laughs> son of a bitch alive. I don't know. I somehow had three d6s and I rolled seven. On a d10 <laughs> and a d6, he rolled a five as his highest number. Nice. That's his turn. Alrighty. I'm up. The power of Christ compels you. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, you're up, Vivian. What you doing? Um, we're gonna call a shot. Xander, <laughs> just kill him! <laughs> um, we're gonna call a shot to the weak point. Go ahead, roll me a roll. Minus two. A five hits him. Oh, okay. Roll damage. Oh. Eight. It's just shy. Oh, uh, hold on. Sorry. That, that five, that five wouldn't have hit anyway. What? Oh. Because we didn't factor in the minus two for the called shot. Whatever. That's Vivian's turn. Who's up next? Xander. My turn, I just exploded, dice. That, that's the way the cookie crumbles. You gave me exploded dice? Xander, you shake. Shooting them. What, what else is new? You have one Benny left, right? Got it. Go for it. Did you call a shot? Minus two with the seven is the five. You hit. Even minus two on the six is a four, and you still hit. So, bonus damage. No, it's just a hit. He gets a plus four to it. Oh, okay. Well, that's good. So, Xander, you pull up your shot in your wounded state. Everything seems hazy. But it's at this moment that the mask does something you've never seen it do before. It deconstructs and reconstructs around your rifle to give you that telescopic sight you need to see that crystal hanging in there. You pull the trigger, and as it fires through, you watch as it takes apart that crystal and travels out the other side. 
And as the demon stumbles, it drops to one knee and it starts reverting back to the Brian that it was. It collapses and drops dead. You guys have defeated the right demon. With this, you guys call it into Derek. And effectively what happens here is you guys find a crystal left behind by the broker. I'm sorry. No, you don't. I lied. I lied. I lied. You broke it. That's right. You broke it. That's right. Shooting at the weak point. Shooting at the weak point. You broke it. So, you guys get cleaned up. They make sure you're okay. They make sure your wounds are closed. And you guys are brought back to to base. And when you're sat down, Xander says, I'm real proud of you guys. That was a hell of a fight to take on. A demon of that size and caliber is not an easy task. You guys did some good work. And I'm really proud of all of you. You really stepped up out there. Really get looked at. Well, let me tell you something. Your next mission ain't going to be any easier. But for now, what did I say? I said not Derek. Did I say the, what, what did I say for the character? Anyway, but Der- Derek's the one who's talking to you guys. Mm-hmm. And he says, all right, we're back at base. Go rest up. You all deserve it. Before and, we leave, I'd like yes. to take one of those bone swords if they didn't disintegrate. I want something to mount on my wall. Okay. In that case, yes, you can keep it. Awesome. So. Guys, we're going to end the session there. I'm so proud of you guys. The two points, so the one point you earned in the first session, the two points you earned in last session, and the two points you get in this session is going to give you guys your first advance. Yeah. With an advance, you guys can do a multitude of things. We will handle that in the after show, and I will explain at the beginning of session four how we're doing that. But you guys have earned something extra. Why is that? Out of the graciousness of my heart and the hard work I've been doing behind the scenes, I really hope you guys appreciate this. You will be getting your normal advance. I would also like each of you to go into your character sheet and add in an edge. You have earned Devil Trigger. And that's where we'll end today's session. (laughs) And that is where we'll end today's session. Everyone, thank you so much for joining us for this episode of Campaign May Cry Mission 3 titled Confrontation. Your... Score for this mission, you earned yourselves an A. Way to go, everyone. I'm very proud of all five of you. And we will get into what Devil Trigger means for this group Uh, next time on Campaign May Cry, Mission 4, Inner Demons.